0: Right, guys, since we've been uh, trying to find ways to better ourselves and ease some of our stresses and our negative energy, uh, I have reluctantly uh, taken the role from Howie to find someone to help us work through some of these things.
1: <laughs> okay,
0: so uh, I'll uh, I'm going to relinquish my microphone here um, to uh, this tall uh, this tall uh, mustachioed gentleman here to help us. Do exactly that. Hey, Hey, is it is is this thing on? Is it still work? Is it working? Is this thing? Are we good? Are we good to go? Are we recording?
2: We're recording at this point. Yeah, we are,
0: gentlemen. I'd like to say (laughs) I'm happy to be here to help you with some of these issues that you've been working on. I'm glad to see that you've all been able to come to a point where you where you are interested in making yourself better, man. Better individuals. Now, what exactly has been some of the problems that you've been going through? You over there with the headphones on?
2: Uh, Mike. Mike's well, been the problem. I don't have headphones
0: on. Mike, Michael, <sighs> we're, can we're, I call you Mike? Can I call you, you Big M? You may. Can I call you M the Mem? How about just Mike? Okay, Mike's Mike. Why, why is it that that the man with the headphones over there sitting behind all the computer screens thinks that you're at the center, at, 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 at ground zero, if you will, if I can, if I'm going to? why are you at the epicenter of the problems that you boys have been experiencing?
3: Well some would some are you know I've got negativity in my life and I'm working on that I'm trying
0: to get past what well, you need to do I think is to try to grapple with some of that in a manly but gentle way Oh well you need what I think what I think you need okay is to take a step back all right count to three all right three, two, one. Do you have do you do you have someone that you can time. ask for help? Do what now? Do you have a person that you can turn what you boys need is someone <laughs> that you can turn to in your times of need? Okay. I really got nowhere to go with any of this. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get ready to ring call. Well,
1: Has he even a real doctor? <laughs>
0: I'm not going to lie. My ability to channel uh, uh, quote celebrities end quotes greatly diminishes after the uh, after the witching hour. Celebrity or <laughs> during the witching hour?
1: Oh, yeah, Ooh. that's the what that would be now. Yep, that it is, is. Let's, now. Let's get our witching on, guys. Yeah, dance naked around a. I don't know what you got to. You got to Corn do that stack? the half hour before midnight <laughs> to the half hour
0: after midnight. You didn't let that water pad no do no pipe now, did you? See, that's a different hey, one. See, hey. look, it's switching. I can't do it. I'm trying to do Lady from Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. It's not working. That's not like my dad. Less bitching, more witching. Let's go. Come Wait, Doctor Phil the lady from Midnight of Garden of Good and Evil.
1: Kind of like a combination of the both. Oh, okay, all right. Well, that sounds that sounds that sounds oppressive.
0: ladies and gentlemen welcome to fly casual episode number one eight one whoa whoa that's a palindrome how does that happen it is it's it's a a a palin number
1: how often does that happen probably not very often
0: oh i don't know uh (laughs) one out of every 10 episodes right now
3: (laughs) how in the hell have i been with you guys
0: 181 oh you love us mike Think
1: about all no, the episodes
0: no. that we didn't record because mm. we weren't podcasting yet. Mm-mm-mm. Just think of
1: all of our matching capes that we we have now. As I
0: <laughs> as I pointed yes that we all now own and possess That's because right. we paid for expedited we shipping. I, I I as I pointed out on the upstairs uh, just before we came down here to start recording this episode 15 years 15 years ago you and I started hanging out Aww, dating, if you will. Right. Yeah. Fifteen years, man. Yeah. Yeah. Around the, hands. Around oh, crap. This, How is that
3: possible? you around still around the haven't same even gotten a ring yet. <laughs> 5,
0: about fifteen years that Howie Can and I have been, that Howie and I have been hanging out on the regular. Yeah. And, you know, we've known each other longer, but we didn't really hang out much. Right. And then with Garrick, uh at what, nineteen years?
1: God, we're old as hell. Yeah, we're old. I'm old, man. 18, 19 years, 19 mm-hmm. years. Geez. Not as old, old as Mike, so thank goodness. Mike, <laughs> when God. Mike was born.
0: <laughs> Mike Archbold was born. Debridge Farms remembers <laughs> when Mike was born.
1: And it's just, it's always been like the first day.
0: Yep. Every day no, you have really. to wipe the, uh, the black icker coming out of his butthole.
1: <laughs>
2: just like Dory, we forget every time. It's yep. just like the first day.
0: Yep, that's true. We're looking for our parents wiping Mike's butt, mm. talking about Star Wars. Yep, I know. That's how help. you live. I need help. Yep. Yeah. Yep. He yep. forgets when he poops. Yep. Hey, I'm your host, Mr. Speaking of pooping, I'm your host, Mr. T. Wilson. Over there on my left, is that Mike, fella, who's old?
3: I'm old. I am old. What's a Facebook? <laughs>
0: what the hell is a Facebook? <laughs> yeah! yeah, yeah. Cobra Kai forever. <laughs> you still digging on that, man, dude? I I watched that show ten episodes in two nights. Damn. And it's not like I came from her, home from work and then shut myself in a room and watched it. No, no, no. I work my butt off on some home improvement projects, and then like nine thirty, and I'm tired, and I sit down in a chair, and I'm soaked in sweat and covered in sawdust, and I'm like. It's time for some Cobra Kai. And you rewarded yourself. It's time for some Cobra Kai. In kind.
1: Did you sweep the leg, Johnny? Dude, I sweep all
0: the legs. <laughs> yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. Daniel LaRusso's daughter told me that I telegraphed that in. Oh. She, knows.
1: Mm-hmm. she knows. She knows. She knows. She's good at, at the one. karate.
3: Yeah. Who's Daniel LaRusso's daughter's mom? That's what I want to know. Not Elizabeth Shue. Oh, that's wrong. Because oh, no. in the
0: third movie, she wrecked Spoilers. Daniel's car oh, and broke kiss. up with him. Uh, w- second movie, but yes. That was the beginning of the second movie? The very
3: beginning of the second movie. It was. They had to justify They uh, broke up uh, after a dance or something.
0: Yeah, yeah. they had to justify the, 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 the uh, Okinawan chick. Yep. I have such a mad crush. On. Oh my Wait, God. Wait, did he marry oh the new
1: she? karate kid? The new one? He did not uh, marry Hillary
0: Swank. No. <laughs> um, no. What would have been, what about been married awesome. Jayden,
3: He'd married Jaden Smith, right? No, he
2: that did not. Tied no. whole did he married the last together? karate kid.
0: Nope. He did he not Jackie
1: Chan?
0: Uh also uh, no hard no. <laughs> um he married Tony uh, La A lovely woman who actually is I don't know the actor's name but Tony Tony LaRusso? <laughs> La he directed. Yeah, yeah, that, was that guy was he was, the, he was the coach of that of that karate baseball team <laughs> that they didn't use bats they just ninja kicked the ball yeah, when it came across the yeah. plate. That
2: they had a they very had a narrow between stretch between the league zone. of their own and the LaRusso's. Yeah, but. yeah.
0: But no, uh, the actress plays uh, Daniel's wife. Uh, does a great job. The character is actually uh, it's, it's, she's a good character. Like a lot. Like mm-hmm. it a lot. Nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to spoil anything else. I
3: haven't watched it yet. I gotta get. I gotta get down. You have what got. Would you, you say it in here? he
1: swept her off her feet? <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, swept her off her it. legs there, Garrick. Oh, oh
0: man, you you really had to crane yourself for that one, did huh? Did you get yeah, it. Just-
1: just yeah. trying to a wax of, it on there. Yeah, a, yeah. Lot, of, a lot of wiping. I, yeah. I guess I waxed it off on accident.
0: Yeah, let's let's just wa- let's wax on by that. Why don't we leave, go sand the floor? At, paint paint fence. Paint, we can paint the house. Chopsticks. <laughs> yeah,
1: got the fly. <laughs> Get that fly. Yeah. Speaking of getting the fly, getting fly over
0: there. Master controls, Mr. Yeah. Stephen J. How hey,
2: Um, Infinity War. Yes. yes. number one movie in.
0: All time, Really? Oh man, those Lithuanians love like gray, purple, rat-looking dudes. That's why. That's what. Who doesn't know that about Lithuania? Though I mean, I don't want to make racist jokes about Lithuanians, but they love rat-looking dudes. I don't
1: even know where Lithuania is. You can't find it on a map.
0: No, that's Uh, what Google's for. So in uh, Egypt, that is so American, and ninety-five percent of everyone else of you.
1: <laughs> you don't even know, but it's Lithuania fashionable is. to rag
0: on us. So that's so American. Do you know?
1: Do you know what continent Lithuania is in, Corey?
0: Yep. No. <laughs> Dang it! It's in the continent with all the other Anias. That's right. Yeah. Uh,
1: that's- Transylvania.
0: Yep. Hotel
1: Transylvania too. Pens- Pennsylvania. Yep. Uh,
0: that's accurate. Spotsylvania.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's one. Uh huh. Uh huh.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Cross upon down a few use Mr. Garrick, not Jay Hardy.
1: Hey. Yay! Hey. I'm gonna go Lithuania someday. Here they have oh. like basketball teams.
0: Yep. They yep. and they love uh they love the infinity war. Yep. They do. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't though? I know taking also... over the world in
1: terms of making banking.
2: Mm-hmm. I want some bacon. Banking mm-hmm. bank.
1: It's got that it's got that sweet, sweet helps. money stone. Yeah, that's it does. A, that's a seventh stone. <laughs> yeah, it, yep. goes the stone. it goes in the palm. goes in the palm. Grease in the palm. That's right. Mm. Mm. Of the gauntlet.
0: Yeah. yeah. You just hold it yeah. up. The only power it has, you hold it up you, with palm out, and it just shoots Benji's out. Just yeah. kind of like a rocket it trail. It makes it rain. Makes it yeah. rain Benjis. The money. could really, money
1: really pay. get someone in the eye with that, and maybe give him pink eye. That may be the most dirty. dangerous
0: of all the stones because of the pink yeah. eye bro. and the the paper yeah. cuts. Don't forget about the paper cuts. Yeah. Oh man. On your. I don't accordion. know
1: if you can. Mm. Are they are they counterfeit? Is that how you getting paper cut? I don't no, know no, con- no. They're real. they be connerfeit? They're
0: real. They just cause a uh, rapid uh, inflation.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so you can topple governments <laughs> economically with the, uh, the 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 green palms. Would oh, no. <laughs> you like to get some gas?
2: It's $80 million a gallon.
0: Yep, yep. Dang <laughs> you, Thanos! Thanos got me again. Thanos. I know, I say,
3: I say it wrong in it was, every time. In the time. movie, it was pronounced both Thanos and
2: Thanos. I know. Thanos, from all on. over the universe, they're going to pronounce it yeah. differently. What, whatever planet
1: you're on. Yep. You're yep. from Xandar. Huh? From Xandar? Yep. That's what Lucas well, has given
0: to the sci, sci- fi community. You know, if you if you're if you're doing the uh if you're doing the uh the the, the, the uh the dude what made the Star Trek, uh Roddenberry. Yeah. You're doing Roddenberry, the Roddenberry, you're talking about, well, aliens will all be bipedal and kind of similar, maybe different colors and have suction cups on their heads because we all kind of, the theory is we all kind of, you know, evolve under similar
1: circumstances. There was actually other. a TNG episode all about that.
0: Yeah, that's the Roddenberry theory, right? I don't want not uh,
1: explain indie, the Zindi, uh, though. The,
0: the Lucas theory is, yeah, that's the Roddenberry theory. The Lucas theory is, eh, it doesn't matter how you pronounce it
3: there
1: you go Gandalf (laughs) had like 20 different names
0: that's
3: why you have Han and Han yep Leia and Leia, mm. mm-hmm. it don't matter. Luke and Luke, that's why you have oh, yeah. Coruscant,
0: Coruscant That's right. No, no you don't have Coruscant. That's why you no. have Anakin no, old, and Vader. <laughs> only an old only. Canadian, only an old Canadian Star Wars podcast that <laughs> Coruscant that would record once in English and then again in French.
1: This is a fourth Canadian. They also had
0: Devor instead of Devoroniens. Yeah. <laughs> so Al Doran. Yep, yep, yep. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another exciting Fly Casual. Tomato. A rousing, rousing episode of Fly Casual. And uh, hey, we got some crap to talk about. We got some. Uh, we do? It's, it's rumors tonight. and Literally. Uh, some crap. And before we get to that, guess what it is? Can you guess? What? Uh, no. Time so for some what review. Is- oh, that's right.
1: I was supposed to hear it. Uh okay. Some comics come out. Yeah, we did. Three? Is it three comics? Yeah, mm-hmm. three. It was an I I amazing one. comic. I feel, like I feel like I missed Would one? Would you settle bro. down already?
0: Amazing. Your vocal amazing. erection <laughs> is already showing. I didn't
1: say some it of the what biggest comics about? to come out ever, In all time, of all time. Yeah, of events.
3: all week. Best comics of all
1: comics week. yeah <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. So we had Aphrodite 19. Yeah, we did. You yeah, know Dr. Aphrodite? Mm-hmm. I, I do. And Darth Vader 15. Vader. And of course, Star Wars, the main title. Do mm. you think Marvel, she's named after Aphrodisiacs?
0: I, uh, do
1: yeah. Aphrodite. <laughs> Aphrodite, <laughs> yeah, I do now. Aphrodite. Yeah,
0: for real. Aphrodite. Which, of course, Aphrodisiac comes from Aphrodite. So. Yeah. Well,
1: Her uh, first name is Chelly. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Lona oh, Aphra. Oh, What mm-hmm. can we get right now? Oh. Anyway...
0: God, it Let's uncomfortable. Start after, it's you uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. What? You actually get into like the throes of orgasmatron over there? <sighs> what are
1: you talking about? I just Have enjoyed not this comic. Have you not read this comic, Corey? Uh,
0: you'd be with us when you. Well, you don't read just it be with us. You don't like Corey. lean into the microphone yes. and then look at us <laughs> knowingly while you make the sounds like it's like a known joke. You actually like <laughs> close your eyes and roll your head back a little. Yeah, I do. There's yeah. been a couple times where I've seen you like gently brush your hand on your chest, like your <laughs> like your, like your pinky's catching your nipple or something like that. Oh, it's the yeah. best when
2: you're sitting next to him and then he starts rubbing your leg. Oh yeah.
0: Mm. He doesn't oh, have the huh. shorts on tonight to hike him all the way up no, and make it even more yeah, awkward. You should. He's got, got some tight pants. khakis. I can see the outline of his phone very clearly. You better watch I don't think the pants off. starting rubbing yeah. my thigh. <laughs> yeah, yeah he's gonna go Garrick. It lights up. Yeah be careful. Yeah
1: dude yeah never fo- never go full Garrick. No. It's a, full, <laughs> it's it's
0: right. a flashlight. What's Chelly Afra up to man?
1: So after 19, let me break this down. Ready? Here we go. Afra and what remains of her crew are caught between a rock and a hut. Clone trooper with beefy arm, robot arm things. Yeah. The Imperial officer who looks like Argus Filch, cosplaying as an Imperial officer, cosplaying as Christopher Pike from the original Star Trek episode, The Menagerie, no. is about to put an end to our anti-hero. Beep beep. But then Afra hatches a plan. Of course, her plan consists of flying the data core out of the space station that is a, it is contained in while she hacks the firing codes in the Imperial mainframe that, when spoken out loud, will cause the Tuca cats, which she has dispersed at critical parts of the ship, to no. explode. No. That will create an opening through a swarm of giant electric space jellyfish that surround the station for her to <laughs> escape through. It's all really quite simple if mm, you think about very it. Very simple. Yeah, so Aphra gets away. With what remains of her crew, yeah, it's a little something, something from and that Silver Fox Imperial what? Officer Tovin. What That's something, something there, yeah. And then brings Triple Zero's crime empire down around him. All the days work for the good doctor. Do you know? Yeah, Doctor Afra. Don't confuse those Tuca cats for Loth cats. No, they're Tuca. To-
0: I told you. I warned you. <laughs> That you were gonna start seeing little random animals
1: like those.
0: Yeah, everywhere. it's all right. I'm fine with it.
3: Yeah, you know they what?
1: explode, I, I they blow
0: for, up, dude. I long for the days of Gizka.
1: Oh, well, they don't blow up though.
0: I know, but they multiply.
1: They're like those are just ripoffs of Tribbles. Yeah, yeah. If you think about it, yeah. Quada they eat that.
0: Maybe we can use their blood to solve some dying. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, whatever.
1: No, it's whatever. it's. it's you know, it's it's Khan's blood. This uh, this uh, this issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, pretty I, good, huh? I'm not
0: feeling it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Did you read it? That's the yeah. First you got to read it. It's about the dialogue, brah. Is it? It yeah, is. Dude. It really is.
3: I read it's these it. comics for the dialogue.
1: Yeah,
3: I mean, this, this, for real.
1: Like <laughs> uh, after after the uh, Karen. Uh, Gillen, I guess it's how I don't know, Kieran, Kieran Gillen, the one that, the writer uh, of this comic, he really can craft a story. Like, you have to yeah, read they it, are. it's and, fun, and there, there's so many subtle things in here that, and during her plan, that you're just like, oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Like, you, You have to read it maybe twice to kind of get what's going on, but. It's good. Subtle stuff like that. It's a good comic. I
0: love it. The art from panel to panel are very hard, dramatic shifts, very hard, dramatic swings, which I realized I have noticed that. And looking at a couple of other comics, non-Star Wars comics, like actually just even in the last week, you know, with infinity, War going on and me kind of delving back into some older stuff. I realized that there are some comic book artists that just want everything to be like somebody parried it, parodying new word making nice. a parody of like a Mountain Dew commercial where everything has to be extreme. I'm having yeah. a conversation with you. I'm leaning for my teeth gritted to tell you that you have something caught in your teeth. Like it's just like the most, there are some artists <laughs> who want to take the most mundane things like, Oh no, there's not a fight scene going on. It's just a conversation among six people. So let's make them all look like they're raging out and getting ready to lose their damn minds, even though they're just <laughs> sitting around having conversation. And that draws me out so hard that I start to falter. This doesn't go to that extreme, but it it, it gets close enough. There's such there's a lot of use of close-ups, yeah, which I don't care for because then I have trouble envisioning everything that's going on. I don't need really? I like close-ups. And then the yeah, from panel like, to panel, it's just I like close-ups. The art just Real shifts close. so dramatically just that get right in there.
1: I, don't know. Mm. I don't know. You know. what I'm saying
0: those cats look dumb. Mm. What? Loth bunnies.
1: No, <laughs> that's her. That's her plan. They explode. Yeah. She modified them to explode, and it's funny. Robo
3: chick. She's not all robo. Space Peta is gonna yeah. be better.
1: no. She's not. <laughs> Space she's Pita, not has got
3: Yeah, certain parts that are not robotic.
0: Are
1: gonna queen, be you know what all saying? on
0: her ass. <laughs> yeah. Space Peta. Yeah. Space Pamela Anderson is gonna be all pissed off. <laughs> What
1: I don't know, <laughs> what are you talking about? She's abusing those animals, yeah. So, yeah, like Tolvin, the uh, I guess villain and Afra kind of I like the dynamic between them because you know, Tolvin's imperial uh, intelligence officer and she's supposed to be capturing Afra, but they're like lovers now. I she guess
0: captures her in some ways, yeah, you know, captures she's her, got her heart. DNA. Mm. So yeah. Come up and lay down on the floor with me under this you know nasty. Saying? blanket needs to be put through the dry cleaner they kept each yeah. other comfortable all night long, they did Corey. yeah dude it was like that <laughs> awkward scene from enemy at the gates where he's like <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> he's putting it in and they're like laying between a bunch of other sick Wait, and what? dying dudes and it's just all dirty and gross Wow, yeah that, that was pretty gross scene that was your girlfriend from the lobster there buddy yeah oh, yep. she's, yeah she's yeah yeah Gattico yep. was like putting his gad in her ukha. whoa yeah Whoa. Yeah, Gatica was hitting the mummy right there in, in, mm. in between all the Nazis. Mm. That sounds you know, horrific. Horrible, or Russians. horrible. Russians.
1: Yeah. She gets one over on Trip Z, though. <laughs> yeah, dude. She actually pulls one over on Trip Z, which is cool. She finally gets um, him
3: his memory that he wants, right?
1: Yeah, but yeah, at the very end, so she captures this data core and the whole the whole mission was to get triple zero's memories back that were taken from him. And put in this data core, and uh, she gives the she extracts some memories, gives the rest of the data core to uh, Hera and the rebellion, but she kind of <laughs> encrypts everything with that that will require a payment to a certain bank account to get the <laughs> encryption codes. <laughs> so it's pretty funny. Like uh, the rebellion has this whole huge like archive of uh, imperial. Uh, stuff that they can't access unless they pay off afra and the same with triple zero can't get his memories until he pays off afra as well so yes yeah, I, th- I thought it was a pretty funny ending to this whole arc um so no, we'll see what I, happens from me i
0: like the ending where it says it's got the art for the next issue where apparently dr afra gets stung by a lot of space bees <laughs> and yeah. swells up and has rapid weight gain
1: yeah, she's in there. a
0: spacesuit, buddy, and she's next to. Oh, hey, who is she with? Hey, how many? How many Star Wars? How many K2? people in spacesuits turned into chubbos Turned into fatties? Turned into butter balls? Turned into large buckets? Uh,
1: Porkins? I'm
0: still
3: no, dude, I'm
1: still excited think, about it.
0: You think Porkins peeled out of that and he was just like this pruned up skinny dude with a fat face? Because that yeah. is a canon that, that I would <laughs> fall in love with right there. Snap Wexley. Mm, Snap Wex. Wexley. <laughs> oh man, anorexic <laughs> since birth. Sexy yep. Wexley carries uh, all his
1: weight in his beard. So sexy. Yeah, so good issue. Can't wait for the next arc. Yeah, uh, I'm in. K2 is going to be there. Maybe yeah, my favorite stuff. right now. Mine too. But a close second is Vader.
3: Yeah, it is.
1: You're right. Vader. When Vader, you're right, you're right. Vader 15 came out. So I'm going to break this down. Ready? Bubble Vader. Vader isn't dead. Oh, you, know, you oh, thought he man, was from that last God. issue, but thank he's God. still alive. He was totally no, dead. No, he just got a little damp <laughs> is all sinking to the bottom of the Mon Sea and all. The sea is a harsh mistress, but Vader has the force and the will to use it and also a giant squid to mind control and ride like Shamu up to safety, where he pops its brain out through its eye hole. (laughs) Mm, Meanwhile, on the surface, the Empire siege of the watery planet has begun, but they don't know who they just picked a fight with. That's right. It's Guile Mother and And If there's one thing he's good at, it's blowing up oversized imperial shit. Of course the only th- this only pisses Tarkin off. So he does the only thing he's good at. Wiping your planet out. Dag mm, yo. Yeah. Boy. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Vader. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like the fact that Darth Vader
0: has a submarine with his own face on it. That's pretty badass, I guess. <laughs>
1: It's the Vader sub. <laughs> it's exactly. It's like. It's I like, didn't even he notice literally that, so cums, just out.
0: Robin. <laughs> Robin. Send the Vader sub. <laughs> He's got the Vader sub.
1: He's got the Vader belt. Turbines to speed. <laughs> Vader saber
0: activate. Why did he even call the sub down? Why didn't he just use the Vader giant squid repellent? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, getting really inside Batman he wanted, jokes there. He <laughs> yeah. to poke his eye
1: out. That's why. Yeah, he didn't need it. He has the Force. He just yeah, popped its eyeball out. Seriously ridiculous
0: die. that that sub is designed to look like him. That's, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> it is. Uh, yeah, that's, that's exa- It's the Vader sub. It's ridiculous. Well, there's our earlier issue where he was riding around on the speeder that looked exactly like his lightsaber. So I guess this is a theme. <laughs> so Vader
0: is literally the the character complexities of Adam West Batman and villains.
1: <laughs> yeah, dog. Okay. Isn't it great? Yeah. Actually, I
3: like this arc, man. It's a little more, it's a little more conversational. There's a lot going on. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting and complex, and
1: it's kind of the uh, kind of the side story is like the rise of Akbar, right? Because like at the beginning Raddus, of this, I mean,
3: I mean, Raddus yeah, is in and and Raddus, too. absolutely.
1: Yeah. Uh, he's not as much as it wasn't as much in this issue, but uh, Akbar was kind of just like. The head of security. He wasn't really like the yeah, he's just major a or strategic uh, mind that we've known and grown to love, and then he gets sucked out into space. And but yeah, he dead. yeah, it was, could be like the rise of Akbar. He takes his first kind of like major step against the empire in this little skirmish and ends up coming out ahead. So yeah, so that was kind of cool to see. How is Admiral
0: um, Akbar's first name spelled? G I A L.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah, there's an A in it. Is that Gile? Gile? I think Gile's probably uh, not Admiral.
2: I thought his first name was Admiral. Yeah.
1: Middle name, Trap. Admiral Admiral Trap Akbar. That's right.
0: Yeah. Yep. He's hiding a little something, something.
1: Trapper John Akbar.
0: That's right, MD. MD. I, love,
1: I
3: love Vader's interaction with the uh, the Inquisitors in this. Basically, uh,
0: we will refer to them as the Mortal Combat Gang. Okay, like, <laughs> the, the <Mortal>
3: Kombat <laughs> gang. so Vader, of Kano. course, he's pulled underwater by this giant octopus and blind uh, girl. Anyway, so the, sub, <laughs> Simmer, the Vader some cubs and uh, the, you know they've come
0: to rescue him. And they're
3: like, Da-da. "Hey, we're here to rescue."
0: And, <laughs> you have to have the dinner. Or you can do this you can do the uh the Home Star version. <laughs> that works too. Yeah, so I I like it. Mike, it's important. The story doesn't
1: work without it. I know. You gotta have the sound effects. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Mike. <laughs> Go ahead.
3: Oh, am I still talking? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Always. I, guess. <laughs> I <guess>. Next <laughs> news item.
1: <laughs> the X top uh,
3: Nothing. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> you broke
1: Yeah, but pretty much Vader is a dick to all the Inquisitors, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. He, didn't care yeah. About them.
1: he hates them. Which is I funny. don't need rescue. Yeah, I'm Vader. I told you to take the Vader sub and go fight stuff.
0: That's right. Now I'm getting the into sub. the Vader Copter and getting out of here.
1: Peace out. Vader out. You go back
0: I'm gonna go and report to Commissioner Tarkin. <laughs>
1: So, to get in his meditation sphere, he just flips open a head of like Shakespeare and pushes a button. Yep. He, come, he like slides down into it.
0: Yep. He slides down a fire pole to... right into the meditation
1: sphere. <laughs> but before he does, he's just like a like a, a body with like a stump of arms and legs. Yep. He's kind of like falls down a chute.
0: Yeah. And in, inside the chute, you assume that it's like, like screw twisting on all of his extra parts and yeah. everything. But you don't yeah. know because when he gets to the bottom, he's Vader. Yeah, he's Vader. See, what I'm saying, I mean. and then he has to go use the Vader
2: computer to solve an easy riddle.
1: The Dark Sith <laughs> Knight. Yeah. yeah. So why
2: he didn't he die at the end of this episode? Or I
1: don't know because it's every other issue. Oh, okay. Um, every other issue. Next issue, he's sure to die. So, look forward to that. Dead Vader. Yeah, classic. So anyway, moving on. Speaking of uh, Superman, Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars. Oh, you want to talk about Superman?
0: I'm just saying he'll bring back uh, he'll bring back uh, Bat.
1: Apparently, Bendis is coming to Superman. Really? Yeah. So there's that. Anyway, Star Wars 40. <laughs> <laughs> they, they just put that at like two page ad, in every DC comic ever that's come out yeah. in the last month. Yeah. Anyway, Star Wars 47 came out. let so, me break this down. You guys ready? Yes. Okay. All right. Here we go. Speaking yeah. of Mon Cal. The Star Wars comic is there too, only in the not too distant future. In this future, it consists of a narcissistic, narcissistic Clawdyke who is about to blow his cover while impersonating a moth to cover for a band of rebels that have taken the real moth to an underwater prison world to rescue the king of the Moncal people. On this planet, they encounter a giant fish and a Jedi that risked the bins to fend it off with only his lightsaber. And he's rescued by a Wookiee who brings him back to the ship and then shakes himself off to dry like a dog. Uh, that's pretty good. That's pretty. And worst cool. of all, yeah. this future is a future of the King of Mon Cal is more machine now than um, fish squid <laughs> something. I don't know. Because whatever happened to him in the Vader comic has left him in the space iron lung. Cause he, he
0: yeah. got hurt. Yeah. He was in like a yeah. back to thingy in the other ish.
1: Yeah. Yeah. In the Vader comic, he was left in a back to tank, but he jumped out of there and all right. I guess he was all right. But they said, don't get up. You're hurt. And he's like, nah, I gotta see my people. Well, We're telling totally you to hook you up to the tubes in the future. Yeah, you didn't read the Star Wars comic, did you, buddy? Yeah, if you would, you'd realize that two of the three comics that came out have them fighting uh,
0: giant sea creatures, so
1: that's great. Yeah. But it's funny, they're not even on Mon Cal when they fight the big fish monster in this one. Uh, But uh, it's another watery world, apparently. Oh, that's not
0: confusing at all.
1: No, of course not. But uh, I think it's kind of cool how Vader and the Star Wars comic are kind of going back and forth on kind of a similar storyline around revolving around history
0: and current.
1: Yeah. Continuity.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah, That's
1: cool. It's good stuff. Weaving the fabric of continuity. (laughs) Yeah. It's very awesome to see that happening in modern Star Wars legends. So good stuff.
3: I like it. There are people that care about these
1: things. Yeah. There was some, there was actually in this issue. I I kind of like C3PO was kind of cracking me up a little bit because this uh, Claudite is a, um, impersonating a moth and he's trying to not blow his cover and C-3PO is constantly having to whisper in his ear uh, what he's supposed to be saying and it's pretty funny. should read it. It's good stuff. Dialogue, Corey. Dialogue.
0: Oh, I do like that dialogue. That there, that there dialogue. Yeah. I like that That's quite true. a bit. That's Speaking of true. being wordy, it's time what? for the Porkins by the way. Again? Not again. <laughs> I don't know if y'all know this, but the John Boy the the John Boyega will play the Finn. Yeah, that guy. Dude's from 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 England land. Oh yeah. And he's got the British accent. And in the Fourth Awakens, that's how he was originally playing Finn until. J.J. Abrams convinced them that that was not probably how Finn would sound. And then he did the American accent. Take that how you will.
3: Mm. Mm.
0: So that begs the question if J.J. Abrams was literally like, no, your character's too dumb to be British. (laughs) British people are all smart. Yeah. Everybody you sound too smart in my dumb American ears because you know I'm American. So I'm dumb. So can you dumb it down by sounding dumb? Like us dumb. That's how I take that because Finn acts pretty dumb most of the time. Yeah. I like the character. Yeah. But he acts character. dumb. And then suddenly has moments of genius, like where he's laying out the plan for Finn and he suddenly sounds competent. He just used the force or for Poe. I mean, yeah, he's, that's the force. A, he's force sensitive fin hooray that's, that's how
1: that works now
0: yep yep everybody can use it it's available mm-hmm. at your corner store just start mm-hmm. huffing the chlorians yeah huffing, chlorine. huffing the chlorine yeah, watch out for
1: watch out for iced tea though it might get you
0: that's true and then he'll be able to tell everybody exactly what drug you're on and it'll be really weird and obscure
1: the chlorians
0: yeah the kids are calling it the chlorians they 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 huffing it out of old Newsweek's out back to Seven Eleven. Eleven. I mean, it's time for some rumors. Oh, yeah. Rumor. Should it be rumor? Like one?
1: It's time Six- for some rumor. <laughs> it's, not <even> <laughs> it's not even
2: that. It's not like even rumor. It's not even rumor. Ah. Well, maybe you should play that other music.
0: It's time for
2: Deep Dive of
0: F- Star Wars Discussions. <laughs> it's not, not that music. Nah. It's time deep for Dive. Deep Dive.
2: Oh, <laughs> that's <Triple laughs> <laughs> just going to keep going.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's Don't time the for a Deep Dive. Don't get the bins, no. Devin. No, deep, deep Dive. Oh, oh yeah. that's a good one.
2: We are going deep tonight, my boy. We're going to go fight some sea monsters. Right. Right I'll give yeah. a dollar for anybody, not Corey, who can guess what that song is. It's Duel of Fates. Oh, well, uh, no, you said not me. Nobody gets a dollar. Duel of Fates. Nobody gets a dollar.
1: How would anybody not know what that is? It's Duel of Fates. I said Duel of Fates. They didn't know.
0: I mean, shoot uh, I wrote, uh, I wrote, uh, I wrote uh, the main uh, theme And uh, I don't uh, even remember what. I'm gonna play it right now uh, Let's uh, get ready to oh yeah, Just me call. screaming Main title <laughs> Imperial March No, that's
1: completely original music I
0: don't know what you're talking about I'm just saying I'm saying, man We All of our music invokes something Alright, what's news?
2: No. That's
0: the Imperial March yeah. You're not saying
2: some stuff, stuff that I don't know what, What's this? I'm saying
0: That's the Ewok theme yeah, You know what I'm saying? Reviews <laughs> we, we really
1: lean into the Imperial March <laughs> That's reviews nobody, See nobody realized that Until you started pointing it out And then rumors Leia Leia theme that's why I love it so much. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So then, yeah, you get the dual face. For the deep
1: dive.
0: Yeah. Deep dive. Oh, wait. No, we forgot. What about Porkins, by the week? That's me acting dumb after taking a poop. That's <laughs> Star Wars. Yep.
1: What, uh, about, the the Canto bite for,
0: what yeah. about the Mike for What about the Mike mispronunciation? <laughs> Imperial, Imperial march again. <laughs> <laughs> again! Wow, we are so into that. Where are we deep diving on Mike? Mm,
3: well, oh, I want to get in deep in light of all the uh, accolades and uh, and talk and discussion about Infinity Wars
0: over the last couple of weeks, Hello. we thought we're just going to do the Indiana and add an S to everything. At this- <laughs> Infinity Wars! Okay. I don't know. Is we're, we're
3: is pluralizing. Okay, Avengers Infinity War. Okay, in- there's a, there a lot of battles.
1: There's only one war. Yeah. Okay. All right, I get it. Yeah. So,
0: so. There's only one war. Well, in the comics there's been more than one at this
1: point. Oh, yeah. There's been like 30. <laughs> <laughs> they do one every year, I swear. Yeah. They're doing one. Actually, building up to one right now, actually. Yeah. What yeah. if it
2: was Infinity's War? <laughs> Mind blown. Exploded. Anyway, friend of the show, uh San, San-, 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 San-,
3: San-, San-, San- oh, Sancho Sancho P- P- <clears throat> Sancho Sancho Panda. Sancho
0: Panda Sancherito P- San- <laughs> Panzaruni. <laughs> Nailed it. Bob. Our good friend. Pause. Sancho Panzero. Our- Our good friend, Sajaganamo Geronimo. (laughs) Sancho Panda. Good old
1: Sancho Pachismo.
2: Panda, panda,
1: panda. Come on. Sancho Panda. Sancho Panda. Panda. Like the restaurant. Yep. Soonly Machismo. (laughs) (laughs) Sent me an article this week. Did he send it express? He did. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
2: <laughs> i'm you trying took, man you I'm took trying. the wind
0: out of his joke and he put it right back in <laughs> you it took taro? it out and you put it right back in it was amazing
1: you just you just
0: keep doing till it dies yep, nice, yeah. nice. kind of like garrick's mom
3: oh died. too soon <laughs> <laughs> is it no. Well, she's waiting in the other room. It's not.
2: It's not. Yet. Yet. Okay.
0: I'm gonna let you know a secret. She's not waiting. <laughs> Whoa. Heyo. So what are we deep
1: diving in? <laughs> so this week. Oh, again,
0: we... well, you left it right there on the table. Okay, go
1: you should have said my mom. like. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Gary's mom. Corey. Gary's mom. I shut him up! You knock him down.
3: No, I'll
1: get it in post. <laughs> Woo. Yeah, just cut that middle part out. It'll be all good.
3: So Avengers Infinity
0: War, <laughs> I know something about somebody's middle parts,
3: has uh, <laughs> been breaking all kinds of box office records. It uh, looks like it's the fastest to a billion dollars and Lithuanians killing, love it. Yep. Killing records. Yeah. And the Lithuanians those, love, it. Those
2: love it.
0: Those crazy Wanians.
2: So uh, Sancho Lithuania, Cra- crazy, crazy, way? I can't say. It. Yeah. You know, crazy that's better Wayne. that way. Keep going. Don't crazy stop <laughs> Crazy main and Sancho
0: What are we deep diving on, Mike? <laughs>
2: <sighs> <sighs> do I need to play
0: the music again? Yeah, I <laughs> think you do. No. No, don't. Don't do it. Every button is in a state of halfway through right now. I like can't if I hit anything, that thing might explode. Okay. Just wait till he
2: starts talking. All right.
3: All yeah. right. In light of the success of of uh, Marvel's latest outing, um, just wanted to kind of touch base on its success, talk about it a little bit in regard to, you know, what are they doing right on their side? I mean this this movie is huge, I, and I think all of us have seen it now, right? Right.
0: Yes. Right? At this point, yes.
3: all of us have seen it or read about <laughs> I've it. Seen it. It's actually I've by the time it. this I've... podcast comes out, it'll have been out. I think three weeks. So. I've um,
2: listened to it on an audiobook.
3: There you go.
1: <laughs> Wait, well, who read that? <laughs> so anyway, Gilbert by Godfrey. all accounts, I
3: mean this this movie is is smashing records. It's got it's got high critic scores, it's got high audience scores. Um I mean it's just it's just racking in just all the accolades and uh just wanted to compare and contrast, I guess, the success of Infinity War versus, you know, Lucasfilm and what they're doing right now. And uh, you know, kind of I don't Making
0: benjies. They're all making benjies. Right. And and specifically, you know, oh, I want to
3: yeah. start off with this Poor article dog. that was sent to us. And uh the article itself is um doesn't really refer to to Lucasfilm or anything, but um has some some things that we can draw from and kind of compare it to Lucasfilm. Um essentially what it is talking about is the fact that uh, uh, over the last few years uh the MCU has made some big changes mm-hmm. in house and The biggest change is the fact that they have, um, Kevin Feige has disbanded what has been called the creative team. Swept away the last remnants of the Marvel Senate. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, and basically what that was, was a group of, I I, I can't remember how many people were in this group, but it included uh, comic book writers, producers, um, some higher ups within Marvel and uh, essentially, what, what all
2: the way up to the highest up at Marvel. to the very
3: highest up, mm-hmm. and uh, essentially, and even some <clears throat> Disney, there, well, there was a Disney guy involved in this too, right? <clears throat> so, um, essentially, what would happen is you know, as they've been making these films, they you know run things by this creative team, and then the creative team would you know jot down some notes and send them you know back to the filmmakers,
0: and, and these guys are very skilled at understanding the American and global public, making such suggestions as. Uh, we don't think this Guardians of the Galaxy movie needs all this hokey 70s music. You should drop it. <laughs> <clears throat> what that's a true thing, it is. <laughs> that Man. is one of the suggestions they made was that that was not going to make any sense, right? And that they so should there was a lot of debate, oh.
3: for example, with the, the direction with Thor, because the first two Thor movies were a little <clears> more serious. <throat> There were some and comedic awful. elements, but I've obviously, Ragnarok took that in a radically different
1: direction. Oh, that's so funny. <clears throat> there it are re- there
0: are reports that some of the directors that have walked away, including Edgar Wright, who was originally doing Ant Man, walked oh, away like because that. of creative differences with yes, this this team. executive team that was put together with the idea with these guys know what's going on. Right, but as I love to point out, much to the chagrin of hardcore comics fans, is that comic stories only work in comics. They don't always work on screen. So your comic writers probably aren't the best people to have any type of control. They're invaluable in terms of resource, but right. if they have some sort of creative control, that I would predict could create issues.
3: Yeah. See, I yeah. And and obviously it did to the point where they disbanded this and and Kevin Feige has I guess delivered more control back
0: to the filmmakers, which is
3: interesting. And even
0: right. after that, yeah, Feige good. managed to get. They were still going back to the Marvel CEO with everything, right. and Feige has now managed to get it, so they don't even have to do that. Right.
3: So it's kind of it's more or less Feige and the filmmakers now,
0: mm-hmm. and uh, which, by the way, is my favorite 60s pop band,
3: <laughs> Feige, Feige, Feige and, the filmmakers. and the filmmakers. There you go. So some of the movies that have been released since this change. Um, include Black Panther, which um, Mm, by all accounts uh, probably would have been less political, perhaps. That's the way
0: it makes it sound, Uh, is that some of the... Which, by the way, let's take a moment. I don't feel like Black Panther was that political. Because that's another thing that I had trepidation about going in, is that the reports were that it was going to be extremely political, and it wasn't. It was just... I
3: said, well, political, I think that maybe that's a
0: wrong word. It wasn't divisive. Right.
3: I think it was an obvious uh, moral conundrum. Maybe it was political in our past. Yeah. It was really the the way it was pitched when I first started reading about it was basically a vision, the vision of Malcolm X versus the vision of Martin Luther. King.
0: I know I'd heard that, too. And I'm just like, no, no. You didn't feel that way? No, I mean if it were it was it was like watered down to like very, very you couldn't simplistic. you wouldn't even taste it. Right. You know, which that's fine. Right. That's fine.
3: Yeah. No, but I mean but to me that debate had already been settled. So it's it, it's not like in in terms of political It's not a it's hot not, button issue. Right. It's not controversial. Right. I it's, mean it was controversial when it was happening. Yeah. But
0: nowadays, I, think, I mean so I think most of most of the most of the west came out on that as like yeah, Malcolm X had some good points, but people really were able to unite more on the message from Martin Luther King. You know what I mean, right? And I think, and that's where the movie ultimately creates a third version where well, that was the whole point because yeah.
3: Malcolm X was more of a you know let's let's take the fight you know and 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 let's let's right. use physical violence to make our point whereas right which which, King- which which
0: which arguably had its point in place. You know, it was it wasn't necessarily folly, although there are a lot of people that legitimately disagree with some of the things that he did, you know, and I'm I'm not trying to start a political debate.
3: Well, even Malcolm X, though, at the the latter part of his life, admitted that, yeah, that that was the wrong
0: approach. Right. But like, you know, time and place, it did a thing. It has its mark in history. Right. But I don't feel like this movie. I don't know. It didn't feel well, like that at all to me. But,
3: but I guess the point is, though, overall, overall, I mean, it was perhaps if this creative team had been in place, they might not even have
0: gone that way at all. You think so, if this creative team had been back there with Martin Luther King and they would Malcolm have really X? dialed it back in and not allowed that even yeah. as far,
3: even though you feel like it's still benign. They'd have been benign. like, Malcolm,
0: you're not going to make nearly as much money at the box <laughs> office unless you listen to us. Right. It, it, was, so, it, was, and, and it was a much more feel-good thing like it was Malcolm X and 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 Martin Luther King if we're going to compare like and again I don't think it does very well uh what if like they get together in heaven and they're just having a great time together <laughs> they're up there sitting around a booth just drinking coffee and laughing and high-fiving each other a lot in really awkward whitey kind of way uh but you know because they can cuz nobody's judging <laughs> that's what this movie is like cuz like it was just it was much more yeah there was a rift but the unify the unification in the film is what Really gets the 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 tummy rumbling, sure, right, you know. Right. I don't know. So, the message was so positive, so yeah, right. positive. Well, that's what made it work. That's why I it's don't hear made the word political the and money think anything positive anymore. Well,
3: I know. So that's why I say. I mean, people mm-hmm. are using that word, and I think that's probably the wrong it's misleading. word, misleading. But still, at the same time, the <clears> point is that. Uh, anything that even touches or caresses that, that this creative team yeah. was, was going to put the kibosh on it. I mean, it would have been way more benign than you're saying and that's even And
0: that's what I'm struggling with. I'm like, how in the hell could anybody go, on,
2: oh, we need to dial this back?
0: Are you kidding me? <laughs> It was so well. Okay, I mean, I'm not saying it was like well, watching an episode of Reading Rainbow, but I mean,
3: well, it, let's let's move on from from Black Panther and move on to like Ragnarok or Guardians 2, oh, because fine. those fine. are two of them that came on came came out after that. Yeah. Now the Thor movie is a good example
0: because well, the Thor movie in the first Ragnarok two, didn't come out before Black Panther was a no. No, it came.
3: I, Ragnarok came out after this. Oh, this oh, board oh after was the, dissolved. Uh, yeah okay. dissolution, right. Because the the treatment for Thor prior to this, um, du, you know, dissolving this this group um, was handled a little more seriously, especially the second one. Have you ever was, read?
0: Have you ever read or watched Planet
3: Hulk? Um, yeah, I I have watched the cartoon. It's yeah. very
0: it's <laughs> very serious. Just, not bad. Even the yeah. cartoon is very serious, and it is such a strange and foreign concept. All right, let's do space roam. We'll do space gladiator with the Hulk. Like it's, it's, it's so sucks its own. It sucks itself off constantly. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Right. I mean, you would too, if you could do that to yourself, but I just, <laughs> what, what? I mean, like watch the, watch a cartoon. Um, but oh, yeah, I love watching. Yeah. Cartoons. yeah it's, it's like all I do. It's super, super serious. So when someone says, well, let's take Thor, a character that usually is ridiculously serious, right. which is why the comedy lands, even in the comics when they use it, and let's stick him with this really super serious lo- uh, storyline. I can see how the dudes what are faithful to the comics would be like. It must be serious and dark and all <laughs> and then Disney go uh, watch DC. Yeah, yeah. And then you know Foggy comes hopping in the room on on like you know one of those bouncy balls with the handle on it, right? And uh, and 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 says, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna Guardians up this shiz because that stuff sells." And I can see them going know you know like just being like just abjectly we're not even that is insultingly silly but in reality it's exactly what people wanted
1: and it, it dovetails so nicely in Infinity Wars because I yep. guess minor spoilers I guess for, oh, on the previews they show Thor meets up with the Guardians so you kind of have that comedy already like going right into the Guardians but thing. I mean
3: the Thor character like the, has the
1: themes didn't change if you had a theme or a super serious Thor is meeting up with like the crazy, wacky guardians. And it, they're calling, it yeah, work. and they're
0: calling him silly names and stuff like that. Yeah, it would not have worked. No. Also, let's remember that Planet Hulk was also only half of Ragnarok. The other half was literally, and here's a spoiler if you haven't seen Thor Ragnarok, a major one was the destruction. It
1: was Ragnarok. Oh, uh, yeah, it was Ragnarok. <laughs> <laughs> the other half I mean, of the movie Asgard. was Ragnarok,
0: the destruction of Asgard. That's pretty serious stuff. And, like, you know, we literally have, like, you know, uh, like, Girl Satan, uh, my girlfriend, Kate Blanchett. Oh, man. I know. I know. I know. I know. Uh, But, like, you pretty much have them, you know, Girl Satan destroying their world. You kind of have to balance that out (laughs) because that's pretty dark and serious, you know?
3: The larger point here, though, is that Thor was, with the creative team in place, was a more serious character, the yep. filmmaker came into this movie, wanted to do a comedy. He was able to do that under Feige, you know, Feige's alone direction as opposed to having a bunch of people throwing notes at him.
0: And somehow wow. make really wacky comedy work. Yeah, it, like it what's the rock dude's character's name? <laughs> Korg. Yeah. Korg. Who is actually voiced by the hey, director man. of the movie? Hey man. Yeah, he's actually voiced by the director, and every line he says, I die laughing. Like when There's he comes over, another dog. When he like when he, when he runs over and like tries to punch uh, Loki that as he disappears and he keeps yelling at him, calling him a ghost, and like I'm just dying laughing every take single that, time. You ghost, yeah, take that you ghost. <laughs> so but i mean the, the point the you point here is dug. that
3: is that the filmmakers are being allowed to i don't know i guess realize their vision and uh I, how this can compa- con- con- i mean in my mind um this is interesting because uh, on the lucasfilm side we've been at least i have, have been kind of pining for a long time because i don't feel like um, lucasfilm has a good creative team at all i feel like they're giving well, at least in the case of the saga films. This has been my criticism, you know, that JJ and Ryan are not on the same page at all. They're just making completely different movies, and and there's no one there to rein them in. And, and say, we know
0: hey, the, we need some unity. We know there's a continuity team. We know there's people. Pablo's yes. on it. Yeah, you know, but sorta, but, but what it feels like those they are not in charge. <laughs> yeah, they're not. It feels like they're not in charge. Like they don't have any teeth. Like they're more just chroniclers, right? And I don't know that that's true. Maybe there's a. May, and I think what happens is sometimes someone will come over and say, "Hey, if we were to do this, is there like a thing or something that we should use for that?" And they're like, "Uh, yeah, actually, there's a character that fits really well into that." Like I feel like they're a res. They're being used as a resource, right? And this is just my perception from the outside, but it feels like they're a resource, not a, a not a Part guide. Their, yes, right.
3: I, agreed. I, I think that's <laughs> yeah, the the difference, and I think Feige is is he's the perfect guy in that situation because I mean that, that creative team worked for them. I mean, it's been going for yeah. 10 years, man. Yeah, it I mean, it's time to say, all right, right. we now when know what we're doing, right? We've done this for 10 years. We have success. Let's 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 now branch out and get you know let's yeah. let the filmmakers make
0: you know yeah different we're gonna actually we're and, gonna let the movie how a movie works drive how we put these stories together now but still
3: but back to alluding what what Garrick was saying how Ragnarok you know segued very nicely into Guardians two and even into Infinity War mm-hmm. you know with with them hooking up there you know um, still that continuity is there so obviously even though we don't have a creative team in place Feige. You know, and you know whoever they're working with, and the filmmakers are all um, they're still working together. So it's not like we've got rid of this creative team, and now it's just let everybody, every man for themselves, right? You know, like Ryan and and JJ. um,
0: I wouldn't call classify it like that. Well, I would.
3: Yeah. And let me let me just back up and let's talk about um, Infinity War for a second because one of the things I thought was very interesting because I read an article this week that in Infinity War. You have so. I mean, this this movie has so many different characters from so it, many different franchises. It,
0: there, there is literally, and any. I, I I think any filmmaker throughout history would tell you there literally was no way to make this movie successful. It, it, it seems like it should be an impossible. task. No, no. I, 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 I'm saying it is an impossible task. They made some sort of deal right. with the devil, right? <laughs> but the <laughs> to filmmakers make this work the way it on did.
3: infinity War, but one of the things i thought was really interesting was that the filmmakers um, on this movie um, were not so proud that they didn't reach out for help yes. and i'll give you the example yes. because they were talking about um apparently there was some script rewrites early on mm-hmm. because um when the fir- the first drafts of the script came out they were noticing that thor was back to being a very serious character yep. in these original drafts And and someone rightfully pointed out, hey, look, we just released Ragnarok. Thor is more comedic now. He's got a different,
0: you know. He, he, well, he has a different feel. He, he's still got the intensity. Of course he does. But, but he has a different feel than, and it's not altogether different. The pieces were there in the first Thor. Maybe not so much in the second one, but we don't talk about the second <laughs> Thor movie. <laughs> um, but, but I mean, the pieces have been there most of the time when Thor's around. It's right. just we really but leaned point, into it. The
3: point is is that we had Ragnarok and we're going into an Infinity War. You can't
0: pretend and that character Infinity War, didn't exist.
3: And Infinity War Thor was not the same yeah. as the Thor that we had just gotten in Ragnarok. Right. So what the filmmakers did is they brought in the writers and the filmmakers from Ragnarok and they said help us merge. Help us do this. They yep. wrote they wrote the dialogue and they wrote the character and in those scenes.
0: Let me like if you forget Ragnarok completely, pretend Ragnarok didn't happen and, you know, it's weird saying that in the real world, but pretend the movie Ragnarok didn't happen and you've got Thor 1 and uh, the Thor that shall not be named, okay? And then you go to Thor talking to, as we've seen in the trailers, I'll say that so I don't get yelled at, um, the Guardians of the Galaxy. There's no way that scene works. Right. Because, right. because either what the Guardians have to be on better behavior than they usually are, right. or <laughs> Thor has to be accepting of their antics, which he wouldn't have been as right. much. Right. And so to even make that scene happen... What they did was perfect. Yes. What they That's did what was saying, perfect. Speaking of,
3: speaking of Guardians of the Galaxy, it's the same thing with James Gunn. They brought in James Gunn. Mm-hmm. And he, they uh, the treatment for the Guardians and their scenes in that movie, he was consulted
0: and and did some script writing for him. Yep. I'm like. You could, you could tell, too. You absolutely oh, could. Tell you yes. It was so amazing. How seamless it felt with all these directors and all these yes. writers involved. That every character How felt does, true to themselves, right. and every scene parlayed into the next. And oh, I don't want to be a negative Nelly, but why don't I feel that way about right. Star Wars and Lucasfilm? Right, I, I
3: it's it's obviously possible. I mean, we've seen that. In, in my opinion, Infinity no, War. No, I
0: did say it was impossible technically. <laughs>
3: But go ahead. <laughs> Infinity War is proof positive yes. that this is possible. And and I, to me, it all goes back to Kevin Feige in
0: leadership. Yes.
3: Yes. He's the one that's bringing all these people together. And somehow he's convincing them because, I mean, they're, they're a filmmaker, a director, writers. They have to have a certain amount of ego to do what they do. Yes. Okay. And somehow he's brought brought together all these egos and got them to work together.
0: That's an amazing feat. So my question is, is he hiring people that specifically work well as part of a team? I I don't know. That's the question. Are they hiring the directors that are not egotistical? They're just, they want to help. No matter what, they want everybody to do the best they can. Because if that's the case at Lucasfilm, it really doesn't feel like it right now. No, it's not.
1: That's why, like Ron Howard. I mean, we talked about it. I think last cast, maybe two casts ago. Yeah. Ron Howard. I mean, he, he's just a normal, I mean, I don't know, a normal guy or whatever. He seems normal-ish. He has a robot dog. He's very low key. He's not too full of himself. He's just, he's just Ron Howard. He's just just happy to be there. He's like, hey, I love this stuff.
3: This is fun. And he is actually if you if you're following him on Twitter right yeah. now he's having a blast
0: promoting this film. well yeah Scott Bromley uh formerly of IGN and of you know the comedy button podcast and all that and he works now for star dot com or uh, the Star Wars show I think he produces gotcha. it right? right and and they he had this kooky idea because Ron Howard narrates arrested development to have him uh narrate, narrate. Uh, before right and right. then Ron Howard's like, oh yeah, it's a good idea. And here's Bromley. I've been following Bromley for so long. He's like, okay, yeah. And then they do it, and then Ron Howard's bragging about it on Twitter. And I'm, I'm, I've always <laughs> followed Bromley on Twitter. And he's like, is this real life? Like he's <laughs> freaking out because Ron Howard's having so much fun with this, right? And like, it's so surreal because right. not only, I mean, from from like his perspective of a dude who's you know who's come up and, and made a name for himself, right, right from uh, Bromley, but from anybody's perspective that a director this accomplished, right. It's just having this it's much fun one, it's just having fun in this universe. But I, I do you I, do you think JJ Abrams has ever looked like he's having fun? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And, and well, even not Ryan Johnson, I think maybe Brian
3: Johnson was having fun initially, but yeah, now that he's been kind of drunk through the mud, mud a little bit, he's very defensive about a lot of things.
0: I just I don't feel like I've ever heard JJ give a response that sounds like an actual human response to right. anything. He's he's very cerebral cerebral, but not that he's not personable, but he's kind of robotic. Yeah, you know, right. and I don't know, maybe there's something even even in that subtle difference. Well, I just
3: I I feel like it's I, it's the attitudes and I and it's not I don't even blame honestly, I don't put the blame on JG and I don't put the blame on on Ryan Johnson for mm-hmm. what many have said are a disjointed Force Awakens and Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. To me, the the buck stops at the top
0: and that's Kathleen Kennedy. I, I don't want to say it because I admire her so too. much, but maybe. And I'm setting myself on fire. I'm literally I'm dousing myself in gasoline in the town square right now. Uh-oh. Maybe a producer alone shouldn't be in charge of something. Now, I mean, if I, he's if I, he's pretty well, bad, but, but like,
3: yes, he's but also, he's more on the creative side. I I mean. Look. Kathleen Kennedy has never really, she's been more on the business side. She always has been.
0: When we first found out that she was going to be in charge, we all questioned it. And we had to start looking at her body of work and realizing how extensive it was to go, Oh wow. She's really qualified, but maybe the resume isn't all that matters. No.
3: Right. I, I, I agreed. I think, I think, I mean, we've got two, we got Marvel and you got Lucasfilm, two huge properties. Things are just really clicking and on fire you know, on the Marvel side, yep. Lucasfilm has kind of stumbled a little bit, you know, and I, I, not financially. I, I don't want to say <laughs> not, not financially. They've, they've yeah, but not there's either. some
1: debate even about that.
3: Uh, yeah, I, I don't want to get much into that right now. Cause we're on this, this topic, but maybe they um, need
1: to do the opposite of Marvel and bring in the comic writers. Cause they seem to be having a <laughs> lot of fun with the comics. I mean, I just, I just awesome. think
3: there needs to be on the Lucasfilm side to me, Kathleen Kennedy I don't. I don't think she's super great with continuity and story and creativity, and or, I think,
0: or or that she's that vested in it.
3: Right. I, I just don't think. I mean, I, didn't I think I, Lucas I, was because I don't it was know. his baby.
0: I don't know, but there's something amiss in some ways. I just, I just and... feel like she needs to have some
3: self recognition here, and maybe, maybe bring in a Feige type character where she's still the
0: buck still stops with her. But someone now, what you're really saying is that she just needs us there making, the <laughs> right. yeah, right. So that's what we're all, all really saying.
3: I, well, I'm glad you finally said it.
0: Honest to God, <laughs> honestly, God, a lot of a lot of hardcore nerds. Say, if they would just ask me, I could tell them I think <laughs> that all the time. You know what I mean? I'm like I, and it's not for a lot of people. It's a hindsight 2020 thing. But Weird. but sometimes it's obvious where it's like, oh no, that was a well, that was a mistake. That was I'm... a left turn. <laughs> I
3: mean, we say that tongue in cheek, but no, I mean, it's true. It's obvious that it's obvious that Marvel and Lucasfilm are not the exact same thing. So right. it's, you can't really completely compare the Star Wars universe with the Marvel universe. They're two different
0: things, two different animals,
3: but I still feel like Thank there's things. Thank you for
0: canceling out 30 or 40 Twitter responses. But, yes.
3: <laughs> but there is, I still feel like there's things that are being done on the Marvel side that Lucasfilm could benefit from if they were willing i guess to look inward and outward and you know kind of make some examinations here because and let me let me touch it we talked about the
0: financial thing with last jedi wait, Actually, wait, wait, last... before we go into that okay i want to say that there, if there was one change i could make if there as a fan if i could if i could get a phone call with kathleen and convince her of one thing because i and, and it's only one thing i can only change one thing about the way things are going on lucas film Directors no longer have anything to do with the writing process. Let a writer who loves it, who isn't going to get paid millions and millions of dollars. Right. Let a writer lovingly craft it. Yeah. And then hand it to whatever director flavor of the week that pops up over there. Sure. Right. Right. You know, this whole letting the directors be involved with the writing thing, I think has to stop because <laughs> all right, screw me. Episode nine and or episode seven and episode eight were some of that's some of the worst writing I've ever seen. Period. Dialogue Whoa. dialogue and 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 on and you've story.
1: seen Batman versus Superman, right? Okay, so some of the worst
0: writing that had any uh any justification to be that bad. <laughs> Because Batman vs Superman was destined to be that bad. Was the same thing with Batman vs Superman. You know, uh, Zack Snyder. I, I sometimes I think the director, the movie shouldn't come out of a director's stomach. The director in in sometimes the that director ne- needs to be. Oh, well, it's like it right out. You know, it's like the quarterback isn't going to run the ball all the way down the field unless you're Andrew Luck in your first year and you want to get your, you know, injured. <laughs> or you're Cam Newton. Yeah. Your, your quarterback's not, it's not their job to run the ball all the way down the field. It's, it's other people's jobs to do that. You know what I mean? And there's the, 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 the QB coach and the offensive coordinator who put the plays together and stuff like that. I'm saying if your director is your quarterback, it may be their job to, call the onset plays and stuff like that. But I don't feel like everything should be coming the freak right out of them. They should be ushering the film. You know what I mean? Taking someone's vision and figuring out how to put that on screen. You tell me for one second, that's not what you think Ron Howard's done. Well, that's Ron what, Howard has sat down and gone, what did you do? All right, let's figure out what is. you
3: want. And to, to be honest with you, by all accounts, that's what's happened. I mean, you got to backing up for a second. I mean, it's, it's Lawrence Kasdan that wrote the script for that. And part of the problem they were having with Lord Miller was that they were kind of the the script tree bit was not anything that
0: they knew how to work with. Right. And that makes sense to me. It, and that's again, it's not a hindsight thing. They, they didn't they don't make movies like that. Right. So there you had writers and directors don't work together. Why? Because we're not paying attention about who's writing and who's directing. Right. There's a relationship there that's important, and JJ Abrams shouldn't be sitting with Larry Kasdan and figuring out a script because that's also in a, in a completely opposite way a sure. toxic relationship. Right. Even though they seem to get along and have a great time, mm-hmm. they made a shitty, a really shitty script. Okay, mm-hmm. no, yeah. no, All I'm putting right. my foot down. <laughs> I'm putting my foot down. Yeah, it's not Last Jedi, but it's right. the script is tacky. I'm sorry. There's no there's no reason why we should still be having episode two level dialogue. In a film, I don't disagree. There with is that. no reason why that dog vomit <laughs> shouldn't be improved by now. I, in a whole, I of agree, but I, I
3: to me, it's still. I mean, in, in, just in my opinion, Last Jedi and Force Awakens are Force Awakens is still middle of the pack for me. Last Jedi is at the bottom, but well, I mean, as a whole, but yes, why can't it be better? Why can't it be more? I mean, well, even Rogue One. I mean, I I rank Rogue One pretty high.
0: I mean, why do you think Rogue One ended up? You know, we talked about all these problems they had to come in and do like you know yeah, relatively to extensive and reshoots right. and clean up stuff like that. What's what does a cleanup dude do in Hollywood? What does a cleanup director do? What does the the reshoot director do? What does he do when he comes in? Does clean he come up. in and go, "It's my creative vision now." Does Joss Whedon go into Justice League and go, "This is my movie now, bitches." No. He walks he in and he goes, "All right." He walks in and he goes, <laughs> "What do you have?" Right. Let's take a look at it. Yeah. Okay, are we
3: hitting what these are you, themes? Are we are we are we hitting, are we, are we hitting the
0: themes you want? Are right. we are we keeping the pace that you want? Are we are we you know are we right. giving fans what they're going for? So what can we take out of this and work with it to actually like they're they're coordinating on how to get to the goal. Right. It's not an it's not a passion project. It's not an ego stroke. Sure, and that is if one thing I could change. I and, and I'm not saying that'll solve the problem, but I'm saying it's part of the problem.
3: I I, I like where you're going though with the ego stroke because I, to me
0: that's whether or not it comes from a, a like a like a place of like oh I'm better than everyone or whether it just comes from a childish I'm really excited about this so I'm too naive to ask the right questions. It doesn't sure. matter.
3: Well, I just feel like especially with Ryan Johnson, Ryan Johnson from the beginning was very adamant that this is my film and I'm going to make it the way I want and. And,
0: and he did, and he but fulfilled that SARS vision with stars in his eyes. He was so excited well, about yeah, it. But yeah, it's like, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm not. I'm not doubting his. his I, integrity but I don't want to make him sound excitement. like he's like an evil finger finger No, steepler. he's
3: no, not not evil. But he very much wanted to make his movie the way he wanted to make it.
0: As evident by what we got. Exactly. But not as the way he sounds. But I
3: I feel like you can't do that in the Star Wars universe. I feel like like you shouldn't. I feel like what you're talking about with Ron Howard, you know, who's coming in and this wasn't his from the beginning, but he's... He's coming in he's going, how do we make this good? No ego. You're right. He doesn't care about having his name. I mean, of course... Ron Howard's not walking in and going...
0: I've had a Han Solo story in my back pocket for twenty right. years, right. and we're gonna get it. No, right. he's walking in, going, "You know what? We can do this, guys. Let's let's get and together." I don't even
3: think. I mean, to the to some extent, J. J. Abrams wasn't the way Ryan Johnson was either. I think J. J. Abrams came in and, oh, uh, they hired me for look and feel. Let's give him look and feel, right?
0: Which is why he should be nowhere near a writer. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Yeah, right. Because then you're just, I mean, uh, but that's how you get names. Like you, you get, you know, a, a major character named after your assistant's daughter's polar bear toy. <laughs> yeah, I don't. That's, but that's how that. you get crap like that. Yeah, sure. You get someone in there who's like, I'm not really taking it seriously. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, let's just inject this. Let's inject that. No, we don't want your stink on it. We want Star Wars stink on it. Yeah. And any of your stink you. that you throw in there is taking a risk. Yeah. And that's just the truth, right? Some of it's fine, but some of it's not. How do you know where that line's going to be? Mm-hmm. And, and, and yeah, I say, get the directors out of it. Anyway, you were going to, you were going to say, make another point about the financials. Oh, I can't even
3: remember. I was going with it, but You're on, on the <laughs> on the financial, I mean, on the financial side, I mean, everybody, by all accounts, you know, last year I was a you know, financial success and all that stuff, but actually Wall Street Journal did um, an article not too long ago within the last couple weeks that actually delved into Lucasfilm and Last Jedi. And, I've, been, I've been wondering
0: about this stuff.
3: <laughs> it was interesting. They found out some very interesting things. Actually, the movie didn't meet expectation internally. Mm-hmm. Internally, um, Shocking. insiders are saying that the movie was shy about 200 million of what <gasps> expectation was. Oh, oh, of expectations. 200 Whew. million. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> It was shy of 200, shy by 200 million of what they ex- had expected. I mean, they essentially had expected it to be closer to Force Awakens, not Rogue One.
0: That would, that have been a hard, that that would, would have been and a hard sell no it's matter
3: It's a high bar. Yeah. It's a high bar,
0: but. But now you look at Infinity War and go, well. Yeah,
3: <laughs> no, but no, but even, I can see where they're coming from on that though, because it was way, I mean, both Rogue One and, um. And last Jedi in the worldwide box office was, you know, 1.3 million or billion yeah. or so. Yeah. Um, they expected it not to be all the way up to the two billion where Force Awakens was, but a lot closer, closer to Force Awakens than Rogue One, for sure. Yeah. And that's what that's what they're you getting. Even,
0: at. You can easily write that off as like, well, Force Awakens was the first one from Disney, and everybody's very excited about seeing it well, through hands and the old that, characters.
3: But that that's not wrong. But when yeah. but when they they broke it down into you know, the week by week, the month by month, and, and, you know, and the drop off was dramatic after, mm-hmm. um, after the first couple, two, three weeks. Yeah. You know, when, when everybody wants to see it, and then, you know, then it's at the point where people are going back to see it a second or a third time. Yeah. Where people went to see it a second, third, or fourth time, Force Awakens. Yeah. They didn't do that with The Last
1: Jedi.
0: No. How many times did you see The Force Awakens, Mike? <laughs> Six times. Six times. How many times did you see
1: The Last Jedi? Two. Yep. Garrick? Ratio? Uh in the in the theater? Yeah. Uh first what I see, Force Awakens, maybe like four. Yeah. Three or four. Yeah. And then the uh, last Jedi, I think two.
0: Two. Howie, yeah. one and one. One and one. One and one. Um <clears throat> <I was> three- <laughs> You need to go
1: see more movies in the theater. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was uh so I was three and two. Yeah. Three and two. And the second time I saw it in theaters was because I was seeing it with other people. Yeah, right. That's you know. same with me.
3: Well, yeah, I, I went I, to see it with you guys first, and then took the kids.
0: Yeah, like where I, we saw Rogue One a second time at New Year's, and I was really excited because uh, like a couple people who are big Star Wars fan hadn't seen it yet, right. and we I was like, yeah, yeah, the the, the the when we saw the last Jedi, it was all like, all right, we need to go see this again because we just don't know right. where we all stand on right. it. You know right. what I mean? And,
3: and but that that's what it. they were getting to in this article is that you know. So the expectation, so I think there is a little bit of, of worry. I mean, not, not a lot. Actually, I did learn some things though about advertising budgets. Um, They were saying that basically on movies this big, that the advertising budget can actually almost double the production budget. I didn't know that. I had no idea that it was that. Oh yeah. I mean, so, you know, if, if they spent $250 million making that movie, it could have easily been, been 500 million, you know, all in. And uh, I mean, that's that's massive. And actually, um, I read an article that was citing the the Wall Street Journal article, and they were basically talking about how, um, you know, the investment in that Lucasfilm made in purchasing the star Wars franchise or that Disney did in, yeah. ma- in purchasing Lucasfilm. And, you know, and they basically broke it down to, you know, if you make an investment, you want to be, be able to, you, you do that because you think you can make a better return than just throwing it in the stock market that type of thing. Yeah. And uh, they did this breakdown and they were like, okay, let's do a conservative estimate at, you know, 5% return, you know, annually. And basically they were basically showing that, you know, um, that, that, there's been diminishing returns like, like more than they thought from force awakens to where we are now. Right. You know, with toy sales are way down, you know, the, the movies, you know, Han Solo, Solo I think will be kind of a pivot point here. Yeah. If it's a big success, I think maybe they're back on the upswing. If it's not, um, there's some concern because this guy was demonstrating that they weren't even hitting that 5% a year. Um, wow. You know, again, very conservative because, you know, I, heck, you can throw in the stock market, eight, nine percent. You know, yeah. The, you know, depending on the year, year to year, obviously, is different. But you know, on average, I'm
2: up uh, almost twenty six percent on Funko stock. But yeah, the yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, then.
3: <laughs> so yeah, so financially, I, you know, I mean, it's hard to say. I mean, all this is guesswork, and you know, it is, we don't really know what's going on. All the, you know, the inside you know, scoop Lucas film. So um, it just, I guess the point of, of all that was just that financially, you know, it might not be making the big payoff that, that they had hoped. So, um and I, I don't know. I'd be interesting to see if they're really paying attention to that. And if they're really going to try to make some changes.
2: I was going to say that to me, this is good news because that money is what talks. Sure. Money is what makes changes happen. Right. Uh Now we, it's also kind of scary because you don't know what kind of changes are going to come. Yeah. But, uh, I, you know, I want solo movie to do phenomenal. I'm hoping, but on, I'm praying, man. Yeah. On the, on the other side of that, you know, what does that tell Disney and, and the future star Wars? I would like to see two non saga films make do
0: better than projected and have them go, okay, what are we doing differently? Well, I, you correct? know,
2: what I would love to see is the solo movie do better than Last Jedi. <laughs> yeah. that's. I think that's kind of a
0: but see, I worry about the lessons they would learn from that. Like, okay, so we just need to do movies about familiar characters.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. it's like,
0: well, no. Okay,
3: th- now you're hitting on something I wanted to hit on here, too. And um, that is the, the the legacy characters versus new characters. And how do they move this forward? Because, okay, so let's look back at the the Marvel model. You know, basically, when you have, a, you know, this giant hit that Infinity War is becoming... Um, You know, that is because they've set these precedents with, you know, you can't bring back, you can't bring the ensemble together without first establishing Thor and Iron Man and Ant-Man and Spider-Man, you know, and all their individual movies. And uh, that's part of the formula for success on the Marvel side. And they're doing that with, you know, relatively, I mean, a lot of these characters, yeah, the big characters, I knew who they were, but a lot of the smaller ancillary characters, you know, like an Ant-Man or whatever, I don't really, I'm not really invested in them, you know, other Mm -hmm. than, you know, seeing them, how they're portrayed, you know, through the movies, you know, I'm not, I don't buy the comics and all that stuff. So, you know, how do I learn about them? Well, I learn about them through these movies. So I guess the question on Lucasfilm side then is what do they do going forward to make us care about individual characters? Yeah. Can they do something? Because right now we've got these saga films. And it's at best divisive. Mm -hmm. That's the best that you can say about it right now. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of people that like it, but there's a lot of people that don't. So what can they do that's different? Can they do what Marvel is doing and establish characters by giving them their own individual movies and then having and then bringing them in on a
0: bigger Star Wars movie. I don't know. I in think the future. I I don't think they need to be married to this whole trilogy concept. I really don't think. I it think matters. they're going to get away
3: with it I, after this this saga is done. I think they're done with those. They're going to try different formulas. I think That's it's what probably why. That's why I'm thinking in my head. Would that make more sense? You establish these ancillary characters and then bring them together like in an Infinity War type. You know. Climactic type. Does that situation. only work in a
2: superhero kind I don't, of way? I don't know. I guess because that's why I'm posing I don't think the question. That, that would work for Star Wars if you approached it like superhero. I, I don't know.
3: I, yeah, why I'm not? posing the question.
2: Why not? Well, I just don't. Couldn't you? I don't know. I just, my gut feeling is I don't think that you could take uh, just individual characters unless they had some kind of, you know, something. I, I I don't some, know I don't something know to make their work. individual like stories. a history or well, a comic uh, or something. Then to, you're talking about well now these are all about jedis. Uh, jedis. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, um, how he did it? Um, did it? Where, did it th- there's something more to them than just yeah? They can't who just they be are. yeah.
0: Everybody's got to be special in some right, way. Yeah, yeah,
2: there's some kind of special. Like, yeah, I can see that. I, and
0: and and in my mind, I immediately like my brain loves that type of a challenge, right? So I start thinking like about what. What kind of backgrounds and things and or what kind of special, you know, abilities and what a various different characters could have, uh, stories that make them important or significant, even though we've never heard of them thus far. And I really believe that's possible because writing, that's what the hell it's for.
2: But mm, You also it, have a uphill battle of you know, these are already established superhero characters I, in some fashion.
0: Rogue One Made up bunch of a bunch of characters who were all just kind of, you know. I mean, what was what would have worked? Tell me, tell me though, real quick, what were Jen Urso's skills?
1: Being awesome.
0: Everybody <laughs> she was, just oh, surprised she was themselves. She's
1: very plucky. No, I, was no, I
0: say she's hot. Everybody just surprised <laughs> themselves with the fact that they legitimately don't have a true answer to that question.
1: No, I I, I kind of no, do. I, I mean, her loyalty. I'm thinking about it. Loyalty she to had family. Forging forging skills. She yeah. could forge documents. She, she had,
0: wasn't. She wasn't. She wasn't like a ninja. She wasn't. She wasn't a super good fighter, but she she wasn't exceptionally brilliant. But she inspired. She's a
3: pretty good fighter. I mean, toward the end when she found refound herself, she she inspired others to follow.
2: So can we have a single singular movie or movies surrounding just or So,
0: well, that's the thing. That's the point I'm making. Because she's dead. You you did. She's dead. Hang in there, folks. Okay. Stop.
3: Stop. Talk about Doctor Afra.
2: Oh yeah! Well, wait wait, 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 Can wait, 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 wait. Establish
3: wait. some Doctor Afro movies and then bring her in. Let on me finish else.
0: my damn point.
2: She's a doctor. She's they a they made hero. a
0: character out of nothing. Essentially, she just was the daughter of somebody, right? And and it worked. And 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 her her charisma and her drive. Help! Wanted, other people wanted to follow and help out. And that's legit. That's that's a real thing. That's there's lots of movies like that. Unfortunately, they murdered everybody. Right. So you can't draw on that, but I, but they're like, that's, I think a good example of something from nothing in order to establish a character that could potentially go on and do, you know, other like unified stories or something like that. And I think there's a lot of things you could do like that. Now, to your point that you're saying, now, what about Afra? Exactly. There's a character that we don't have in the star Wars movies. We don't have a direct analog to Afra. She's a different kind of character. The same kind of character we've seen in a lot of other franchises but it's in Star Wars and there's more things you could do like that. I mean honestly, do you think I give a crap about Ocean's 8 other than the fact that my girlfriend Kate Blanchett is in it? <laughs> I don't, except I want to see her. Yeah. because she will I she's a, actually it's not because I'm madly in love with her, it's because that she is just so freaking good in everything she's in. Oh, um yeah. but if Ocean's 8 was skinned in Star Wars? You don't think I wouldn't run well, to that I think screaming?
2: I think, think you What do you think Sumo is? I think you're uh, going back to my point where these superhero movies are singular about these individuals. These not, incredible. Not, hold these on, incredible let me fin- individuals. Can I finish? No. They, okay, you got Spider Man. Well, yeah. What's What Spider Man movie about? Spider Man. Spider Man. Michael Keaton. Yeah. Yep, it's about Michael Keaton. Okay. <laughs> Whereas I see Star Wars is more like Ocean's Eleven or it's an ensemble cast of yeah. these people doing whatever they're doing.
0: So you're saying that it's unlikely that you can make a movie about I'm a small number you of
2: characters.
0: I didn't say that. You said that I said that. Well, you can. but
3: but that's. I mean, to me, that's the whole point <laughs> I'm about these. Now. That's the whole
0: point of creating these
3: anthology films is to be able to try go try you know trudge out in new well, directions. Is, yeah. Well, this I mean, is the right first now, one they've
2: they've like it's a singular person about solo. So you. It's a but historical. Even solo, pen, yeah. but
3: even the solo film is an ensemble cast. Are we limiting
0: ourselves to saying that you can't do Jason Bourne in Star Wars? I mean, where, where's the limit? The boundaries. I'm of That's argument. what I'm
3: saying.
2: That's what I would like oh, to see. Okay. I'm, yeah. I'm saying. What makes Star Wars feel like Star Wars, which is a podcast that we had two weeks ago? Yeah, and I, for me, I don't feel like being—I can't think of the words I'm trying to say. It's so freaking late Um, Mm -hmm. that I I think these movies won't feel like Star Wars to me. I don't think those would feel like saga films.
3: Yeah, see, I think what we were getting at a couple weeks ago—we're talking about the the saga saga films. Yeah, to me, that the saga films have to, to follow, to, in my opinion, have to follow a certain formula, and you can't go straight well, too far yeah, that's outside of that. Guys.
2: That's still not how I feel about it. I mean... I don't know what don't,
0: side of the coin you're playing right
3: yeah, now. Yeah, I don't man.
2: either. You're flip-flopping on me. Yeah, no, no.
3: because... what And then the <laughs> anthology films are the ones where you go out and you try something new. You know, we made a war film with Rogue One. No, We're yeah, supposed to yeah. be making a buddy film, supposedly, with, you know, with, with Solo. You know, would it be fun to have...
0: Like the, a loner film with Boba Fett. I don't see why you couldn't. Know? I don't see why you couldn't. If you can make
2: Logan work no, for X Men, okay. but are you going to have a Boba Fett one, two, and three? Yeah. No. If it's successful, <laughs> yeah, enough, yeah, maybe. But, yeah, Yeah, if they make another Okay, I, I picked the wrong character to, to say that. <laughs> well, I'm not. Are you going to have a, a hype train a Kenobi on one. one, two, or three.
3: Yes. Again, depending on depending the quality on it, of
2: yeah. it. I mean, all maybe it all depends on the quality of it. This, this is what we're talking about, but. I don't think that that will sustain. I don't think you can. Well, I mean, I, uh, I, 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 I sort of... Like, my, this is my opinion. So, uh, you know, it could I totally sort, do really well, but I may dislike them all. I, I sort of
3: agree with what you're saying. I mean, because... It, it's it, part of the reason again, why I don't watch
2: these superhero movies.
3: Again, it's apples and oranges because... There's limits. Because There's on, limits. The, the, on the superhero side, all the superheroes are extraordinary beings. Mm-hmm. So if you try to apply that to the Star Wars universe... I think what you were saying earlier is you're back to all Jedi. Yeah. right. Because they're
0: the extraordinary beings. And I'm saying is I think you can do, I think you can do the whole concept of bringing different characters together without having each one be extraordinary, but they can all have different qualities. I mean, if if we define extraordinary in the soft modern sense, they're all special, Howie. They're so special. Even though, like you know, hey, here's an expert slicer. Here's you know, uh, blah blah. And also, you could have all these. You could have all these different films where you actually just draw onesie twosie characters from them and put them in a, in a circumstance together. I don't think there's any reason why you can't do that. I think there are limits to what you can do if you're just going to go out and make a random movie and call it Star Wars. Like I don't think a Star Wars suspense horror film would work that well. But I, would, I don't know. I would love for Vampires. someone to prove me wrong. I would love for someone to, me, to prove me wrong on that. that I
3: mean, if, if Lucasfilm can really find their footing and find a way forward and make as many movies that as Marvel's making and still have interest, then I think maybe
0: 10 years from now, you could do something like I, that. Like, it, it, genre fusion. to me, is their best friend that they're not working with right not now. Not right now. All they're working with right now is manic, whatever the saga films are, manic weirdness, manic just manic. That's all they are. They're just manic movies. Just and now, manic. and like heist, heist style movies. Ooh, heist movies. So that's, that's right, right now. That's all we've seen, but I would, I would really like to see, you know, like a coming of age story or something like that. Like, sure. like different Lost types stars. of genre fusions. Ooh,
1: Lost stars would be great. See,
0: like, there's different things that they can totally do it. to individual. create. And what that does is it creates additional continuity. It doesn't have to be about an individual. It's just an individual movie. You know, it's like it a doesn't mean Juliet. Yeah. It, okay. it, any of these things, they could easily step outside what they're doing now. I should say easily. They could step outside what they're doing now and create new things. That yeah, but we were talking
2: at. about mimicking, at least I thought, we were talking about mimicking what Marvel's doing.
0: Well, I don't, I don't think you I can think, do that. In, I think you can take that from different levels, right?
3: Well, I mean, it can't be. It's again, it's apples and oranges. You it can't be a perfect, a perfect, you know, translation from one to the other. That's right. why I, was, I, I guess that's my question is Is that even possible in the Star Wars universe? I don't know, I, and I don't know what their that's, their path
2: forward. I is. I think
0: it's possible to make different movies and then unify characters. Yes,
2: yeah. I Not I'm not, me saying, that would, I'm not saying that that's not possible. That's that's the only place I'm at with it.
3: And I, I mean, I, to me, that would be exciting is if you can establish characters that we care about and we want to see their individual movies and then can, you know, if they can at some point bring them all together in an Infinity War type situation. To me, that,
0: in Vong. that seems oh, like... Oh, yeah. Actually, God, God <laughs> help us. We're at the point where that sounds good.
2: <laughs> that God help us a all. That's
3: thing. Seriously, if you had a
2: big but galactic war that, that broke out... That would the analog or the... Uh, um, the comparable mike
0: you don't need a galactic War. you just have these weird bad guys that nobody's worried about that suddenly have taken over the galaxy
2: <laughs> oh well, yeah, wait right. that's what we got i would love for them to be able to pull something like that off because and, and for me to like it but i just don't think i would mm-hmm. because i know how of how much arm's length away i am from superhero movies and it's and if they do that, then I'll get that away with Star Wars. And, and I would not, hate that. I would let's absolutely not forget hate that.
0: You haven't seen
2: Avengers for these similar no, I these reasons. I haven't seen, I may have seen one superhero Ra- movie in the last. You're not two the years. only one. There's a lot of people oh, yeah. that, that talk about the fatigue. the
3: fatigue of too many superhero movies. But you know what? They're still making all the damn money. So.
2: Yeah, well, they made a lot of money out of The Last Jedi, too. Yeah. Maybe. Well,
3: yeah. yeah, well, I mean, but not. I mean, not Marvel level money. I mean, they're no, making they're movies, two and three movies a year,
2: and just raking it in. And I mean, Lucasfilm's worth. Uh, yeah, they anything like Marvel's that. Marvel's doing really well at making good stories. Aside from I Two, that's he, my
0: question. He, is Disney's is it, Lucas Lucasfilm does not have the tenure for us to be certain either way what their trajectory is. But that was the discussion,
2: like the Wall Street Journal. And you know we what? And Marvel and had had their early on had their hiccups with yeah. making movies. So.
0: Yeah,
3: and that's to me. That's the challenge for Lucasfilm: is okay. What's the path forward? Because uh, to me, it's one of two things: either you have to you have to expand Mm -hmm. it into something that you can make two or three Marvel movie or two or three Lucasfilm movies a year, and and just have this explosion of excitement and and whatnot, and maybe some bomb, but others do really well, you know. Or the other the other way around is the old Lucas formula, which is you make a few movies and then you reel it in for five, ten
2: years. And
3: then yeah. go back out, and you know, once
2: the excitement is well, back, honestly, is I, back I, I prefer to have a good variety of movies. I, I hate waiting ten years. I think for me that this. Way I agree. Too, but,
3: I don't think that's sustainable for them.
2: But, but, but. yeah, I, um, I had a point, and boom gone. was The thing I was gonna. Uh, say. So, Mike, you really want to see that Jelly. Jason Bourne Star Wars movie? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh,
0: I want, I want, I want everybody. To, I love Jason Bourne movies. We've gone way over. I like them in concept. They're hard to watch for me sometimes. But I, la- I haven't watched the last couple. I am. I'm an old soul. I, I wanna, but I, I want you all to picture no, something. No, you're just old. Here. The iconic scene from the first Bourne. I think it was the first one where the dude he's chasing the dude and the dude jumps off the roof and into a window. Or he That's he about runs every Bourne movie. That's all, right. all of them. So that scene. In all those movies where Jason Bourne is like jumping off a roof and into a window in adjacent building, that was the second Jason one building, that you're
2: referring right? to.
0: Okay, yeah, I was wondering. Um, imagine if now that exact same camera angle, exact same layout of buildings, but it's Boba Fett chasing somebody in through a window.
1: Uh, yeah, imagine yeah.
0: that camera right behind well, Boba Fett chasing. Boba him. Fett. I'm sorry, a Star Wars action
2: movie. Yeah, yeah. No, work. I think. And
0: well, that's what i think we're gonna get a little more of with solo,
2: but I don't know. Yeah, well, this is actually what I was gonna was gonna say. I feel like, and and it's we haven't seen solo yet, so I don't know. But I feel like these non-saga movies, which is just kind of what we're all coming back around to, is those are the ones that are the better stories. And and is is that part of it, or that is the one that is better story? That's technically all we can yeah, really that, say. Yeah, yet. <laughs> that, right. I'm already. Going back on my, you know, hating solo for the reason of yeah. going in with low expectations, yeah. but I that's that's my my sincere
0: and genuine hope is that no matter what happens with this movie, that they continue to do these films and that they could get braver because Rogue One was only, you know, a year and change ago, uh, that they're getting braver about new characters and things like that. You know, and that if people really fall in love with some of the New characters in Solo, maybe that will help. Well,
2: that's the interesting thing about Solo is how many original characters are in this movie? The all that we know, all, of. But, all but a
0: couple few.
3: Yeah,
2: they're all, <laughs> all yeah, all, we all but
1: three,
0: really. Well, yeah, yeah no, you're hitting that on something of. I
3: wanted to hit on too is that, um, you like, know, such a the stuff, yeah. <laughs> the stuff that's, <laughs> that's been most like success, successful for Lucasfilm so far has been stuff that includes
0: legacy characters. I know, and that makes me nervous because I don't feel like it's necessary. But I pragmatically that, believe we'll never get Is that, we'll what's, driving, get away is from that it.
3: what's driving these pre pre release numbers for solo too? Is that it's a legacy character? Uh,
0: well, yeah. Uh, people are stupid.
3: Just say I'm just saying. I mean, I'm trying to. <laughs> I don't you know, know how
2: that makes people stupid. But. Probably yeah. oh, man, you no. Know. It
0: doesn't make people stupid. People are already stupid. Therefore, they don't have to have anything better than hey, I like that big, furry, tall guy. I mean, that's all people need in general. But that will doesn't it, make them stupid. Will it? No, I didn't Our, say it makes that, them stupid. It doesn't require you to be stupid.
2: You stupid? I didn't stupid? say it requires stupidity. Why you call I me said, stupid? if stupid, then that. I don't what? agree with that statement, but that's okay. So I'm just saying people don't need much is the only point I'm making. Well, I agree with that statement. Well, that's what I'm
0: saying. I mean, oh. the vast majority of people just are like, "Yeah, I'm a simple. I'm a simple person with simple needs."
3: Here's how I'm seeing it, though. I if Lucasfilm, if Lucasfilm, and we'll be able to tell after this saga film, because if the characters of Poe, Finn, Ray, and and Kylo Ren. Don't capture the hearts and imaginations of, but Woody Harrelson film.
0: does.
3: and yeah. well, well no, not Harrelson even that. I mean, if because to me, right now, the only thing that's keeping <laughs> Lucasfilm and life support is the legacy characters. If we can't get people to move life, on,
0: life and- support's a bit dramatic.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> but but I get you. No, know, I get you. In terms, it's of... it's going to be life support if they have to continue to rely on people that are dead.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I, well, you take a step back. All right. I will- you know, with the superheroes, those are already established legacy characters in any sense. And that's what's right. making Marvel part of what makes Marvel successful. Right. They're taking those established characters and making good movies about them. Yeah. We took the established characters and we murdered them all. Right. Right.
3: And we can't draw on those and, anymore. I mean, it's at the point.
0: And, and to Mike's point, without really getting people on board with the, the characters that replace them. Exactly. And that is a. Fatal flaw. It might not be yet, but that could I mean, be very this, quickly. This, this
3: rush to okay, new, new, new. You know, and then we let's just kill everybody. We've killed Han. Which, we killed Luke. And by the now way, we, and
0: who Keri's felt the, dead. who would ever said this rush to new, new, new after the Force Awakens <laughs> when everything was yeah, just I a know. Xerox?
1: <laughs> I know, yeah,
0: right. But but here we are now, and that's what that's what we're left after Last Jedi is that all right? All Last Jedi, saying- which literally says, "Get your stick out of your ass and get over yesterday." Uh, yeah. I think that, that was a quote. All from I'm film.
3: saying is that yeah. Lucasfilm has to find a way for us to care about new characters. If you're going to create new characters, we have to care about them. Mm-hmm. I, because I think that's as much as we like Rogue One at at the end of the day, if you go ask the common, you know, yeah, most people man, didn't like the characters, name, name two characters that besides Princess Leia and Darth Vader in Rogue One. Yeah. And well, they stand yeah, out like this. I think. Thank you. Thank you. The
0: Ruben Report replay,
3: Mike.
2: (laughs) I think it it was true. It was true. Yeah, I I think establishing new characters and making people care about them is extremely risky, and which is the reason businesses, you know, don't go the risk averse because they want to make money, and that's the same with movies. Yeah, and yet that's what we've attempted to do in the Star Wars franchise right now. Yeah, and they're they're reaping the. What
0: they sell. Yeah. And that's the concern. That's the concern. So, part of it is really, if nothing else, I would say part of it. And I think some of our desire to see some new things is that we just want, I, 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 and this is very basic. I don't know if any of us think it was a level, but I think underneath, we need them to diversify. Because right now, they're putting, you know, 50% of the eggs in a basket that's looking more and more haggard and patchy and has holes in it that eggs can fall through. And the other 50%, all we have to go on so far is Rogue One. Where we were like, okay, yeah, but then you murdered everybody. So can we yeah, diversify you know, and not
2: murder everybody? I think, I think an interesting go forward because it seems like the formula would be taking characters that people would know. I, I, man, that'd be tough and Wars. That would historically but be. You could take, yeah. I, I think you could take some legacy characters, put and them in, weave and weave them in. Yeah. And, yes. and maybe they're not, they're not, uh, um, in the timelines that they were originally, but maybe they're in the newer timelines, but Hey, we're drawn in rebels. Yeah. Right. So, you know, I think that that's a, p- a potential, but for, you know, from a box office a standpoint, a lot of people know Spider-Man yeah. not as people or not as many people are going to know Revan.
0: Right. Right. From a box office standpoint, those those legends characters don't have any value, you right. know, but from a box office standpoint, there's, there's, the the original trilogy didn't really have a di- a diverse range of named characters. I mean, it was really cool to see Mon Mothma in the trailer for Rogue One. And you know what I mean? But that's still not a box office draw for most people. And that's why I think in the new saga, you know, we're we're gonna see, oh, we're, we're gonna see ATATs, but with Gorilla Hands. And we're gonna see another Death Star, but that's a planet that opens up. That's why we're seeing all this stuff. They're using imagery that's familiar. Because they don't know how to write characters that are interesting. That's I I know that's a pretty big gauntlet.
3: Maybe infinitely big gauntlet. Because I don't...
0: Yeah, you're right. I'm making a joke. Infinitely big gauntlet. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) Ah, I get
3: it. You're right. Because if they were able to do that... And again, it's not just characters, but it's characters and situations. Because if they were well-crafted, you wouldn't have to have Death Star 3. Well, I
2: think I, I think I, I disagree a little bit with... Because I really enjoy the character uh, of Ray, I I did. It's yeah. I'm on the. I'm on the. I'm not. I'm not off. But I'm on. I'm on the fence. I'm. I'm. I'm teetering at this point after Last Jedi. I was really. I think think her character. it, It was just kind of overwhelmed by. Not her character was overwhelmed, but the viewing of that film overwhelmed any. Thing that you would have got, not you.
0: Well, and there were a couple of things I was interested in that I was told not to be interested in anymore. Whether no, right. or not, whether or not that is that's bullshit. Not the
2: character's fault, Corey.
0: I know, but the character only me doing what, what she's told doesn't need to be her fault. I can blame anybody for that garbage. Well, I mean, but that's the point, though. After <laughs> it this is late, after this third movie,
3: though, I mean, are we going to be talking about Ray in the same sentence as Vader and no, Luke and Leia? No. Uh,
2: we're not going to be talking about Ray much of all because they're done, right? They're not doing. Any more Skywalker Anymore. saga. I think, I think uh, Razy, Razy Diddley. Uh,
0: <laughs> that's geez. okay. I'm pretty sure I heard
2: Mike swapping some consonants earlier and I, uh, I didn't I get a chance to point it out. Wasn't, didn't she said, you know, she's done with Star Wars after this?
3: Oh, uh, she says that. I think most people say that. I don't know. We'll see. It, it all depends on how, how popular much. all these things are, The pop- popular character is, how much fan outcry there is for, for more.
0: I'm sure Ralph Macchio was I'm done with I'm hoping
3: that's not kid. the end. I mean... I mean all those actors are very young i hope that's not the well, end
2: yeah i would love to get what were the kind of movies we were talking about about ray going forward but yeah ha- <laughs> my my honest answer whatever
0: i mean right well, now i just don't care about ray that much i want well, to I, I,
3: again i mean let's wait and see how they they wrap this up i trust me i'm with i'm more with you but i'm trying to be optimistic
0: about this i, I I guess at the end of the day, Lucasfilm has to make her matter. I'm not even being pessimistic. I'm just saying I don't care. Which is almost worse than being pessimistic. I wish I didn't believe they had the ability. I legitimately don't care. And you guys know me. I'm an analyst. I love to think everything through. Uh, Like, especially about things that don't matter and can't benefit my life in any way. But I really don't care.
3: Okay. Let me me ask you this. If she... And, and maybe this kind of goes to the, the Marvel thing and we'll wrap this up here, but just real quick, you know, there's steam Marvel. Out of the Marvel board, is right? even though Marvel is making their own movies and, and doing their own thing in the cinematic universe, they're still very, um, Oh, I don't know. Gentle, uh, with their treatment of, the, the source material. Yeah. I mean, they're very complimentary of the source material. They're very they respect, intentional yes, with it as Very well. intentional. Now on the star Wars side, we don't, don't have I source don't,
0: material. No, I
3: don't feel that way. Right. Exactly. We did.
0: Yes. We no longer did. That,
3: and that's, I guess the most disappointing for me because, you know, Ray would matter if she, you know, I know that's the easy, th- easy way to go. This is to say, <laughs> she's a Skywalker or someone of importance. I know that's the easy way to go, but I don't know. It it gives fans something to latch on to. I don't know. I mean, that's just how I feel about it. If she ends up being a nothing and a nobody, and I mean, unless you can really make her badass in her own right, and we care about her and where she goes going forward, which seems like a tough task
2: at this point. I I feel differently. I still care about Ray. If a director... I'm not saying I
3: don't care about her, but again, is she going to be in the same conversation that we have? And 20 years from now, are we going to still talk about... Luke Skywalker and Ray.
0: If a writer or director is willing to throw away a really powerful story in order to just make sure that the audience doesn't see it coming, then I don't think they have any business being involved with movies of of this scope. Because guess what? It's going to be under the microscope. People are going to guess every possible thing. They're going to talk about every possible thing. And it's not just a matter about doing what people want, but we it would have it would have been epic to not drop that whatever kylo ren crap it would have been epic to not just you know fart luke out into the wind yeah, there were all these things but they wanted to they wanted to surprise us and sometimes the surprise is not as important as the power of a good strong story and there's a lot of my opinion in that and i'm not in that statement but in my saying that it, the last yet i didn't do that uh, and that The Force Awakens kind of just tried to stay away from it entirely. Uh, I, I or, or Force Awakens tried to set some stuff up but wouldn't commit to it yet. We'll put it that way. Which, the first movie in a trilogy, I, understand, I, mean, yeah, I get it. But when the second movie yeah, we didn't know about Luke and Vader. Tr- tries to poop all over you with it because it wants to surprise you and literally tells you, it gives you the middle finger and tells you to let go of the past. And says all that stuff you care about doesn't matter. That's just not good storytelling. I'm sorry, and I will. I will take. I'll have fisticuffs. Anyway, people can still say they like the movie. I said fine. You can like all kinds of yeah, things. There are movies I like just for the soundtrack. For God's sake, I will still say that that is bad storytelling. And it's not because I can think of something better. It's because it was shit storytelling. Because those two movies in in Congress, in Congress, do not work together at all and that is the opposite of what we're currently seeing what's the this whole conversation on the marvel side so if the question is simply could lucasfilm benefit in some way by taking a really close look to what they're doing at marvel
2: absolutely i yeah i think it's it's hands down absolutely in every way i think uh i've got to believe because i've worked with higher-ups enough to know that it's already being talked about
3: I have to believe that too. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think. I mean, I, I. I don't know what the expectation was for Infinity War in terms of you know are they exceeding their expectations whatnot. They have but
0: to be exceeding their expectations.
3: It, it seems what like the it, heck? But the but the point is is that with the success of that film, there there has to be discussions at the Disney level. It's like okay, you know we got all this going on here. How does this, how does this apply to our other property? Everybody's
0: been talking about how they're sick of our, everybody's talking about how they're sick of our movies and look at what's happening in the last two films we've released. (laughs) Right. So why is everybody (laughs) who's really hyped about your movies going, what
2: happened? I, I I honestly believe that there's going to be some shakeups and I think Kathleen, Kathleen Kennedy is going to be part of it. I, I'm
3: beginning to wonder that myself. I am curious. I, I, I have. I I'm have, not saying she's getting
2: fired or I, no, anything no, no, like no, that. I no, no,
0: agreed, but agreed. I have had this exact same thought a number of times over the last few weeks because I sit and I think about lame things that don't benefit my life in any way, and wondered if her don't role all, will be all, her role will be altered in some fashion. But then I can't think of anybody who could take over. Or a more creative directorial yeah, I don't role. Right. I know who Garrick would pitch.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: GL, baby. Yeah, man. <laughs> Bring him <it> back. <laughs> well, you know, one guy who's moving up the ranks. Who that? feloni Baloney? Filoni Baloney.
0: I don't know. He's still animation only. Yeah,
2: oh, but that's he... That's not his area of expertise, his... but I agree, man. I wish... Uh, I wish... wish no, yeah. I would yeah. say, you say that, but man, what he... what. Well, he was able to do... You but
0: know, how many people are at the at the top echelons of Disney are recognizing that this cartoon that they've relegated to the cable network
2: is actually I'm loved. hoping somebody at at least a certain level is able to recognize that and at least bring him to the top. Uh,
0: yeah, all I want is someone higher up to go, you huh. know, people don't seem to be as divisive mm-hmm. over what they're doing. Like, it doesn't even, oh, that's doing gangbusters. It's just... They're, there's something they're doing I, uh, that's different. Back to
3: even what you were saying at the beginning of this discussion about... This is going to be the, the, the longest between, episode we've ever know, done. It's all good, though, because this is important stuff.
0: <laughs> <But> <laughs> that benefits our lives in their ways. to the
3: way. beginning of the conversation <laughs> when you were saying, you know, that perhaps the people at Lucasfilm that have that kind of creative, you know, voice and can, can have a lot to contribute aren't the ones... At the top of the food
0: chain. How could they be? They worked for George. Lucas, George Lucas had all of the keys to his own kingdom. George Lucas had nobody around him that could really challenge him. You want to know if you challenge George Lucas, do you know what happened? He divorced you and you are written out of the history of the company.
2: Are we are we suffering from a problem that George George Lucas had all the keys and he took them with him? Yes, mentally. And so the talent that was behind was more business related and not creative related. No, You don't bring someone like that back.
1: Yeah, you do. You yeah, don't bring
2: someone who takes all the keys with them. No. Do. No. You have no, to forge back. new keys. You gotta forge new keys and you gotta no. diversify the key pool.
0: Yeah. No. And
1: then and you, you, you no new keys. And then you give one you give seven keys to the elves. Yep. Yeah, seven keys but he still has the one key that rules them all. Uh that's true but that's evil well, dude.
3: I just kind of bring this full circle to maybe what you were referring to. I mean maybe it's that you take advantage of the 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 talent that's already there and bring them up the ladder like we're talking about like Filoni. or maybe This is the real world. Like,
0: I live in the real world. People know, don't get I'm promoted saying, like that. I'm
3: not saying that's going to happen. We I'm don't just give saying, jobs to people I who wish. could do them well.
0: <laughs> that's not how this <laughs> world works. I'm <laughs> just saying I wish that was the world I
3: lived in because I would love to see... Those guys are masters at creating great stories but throwing a bone to the old... I mean, I'm sorry. When you're doing psh, it right... Writers, showrunners. I mean, I mean, talking about Marvel, they're doing it right because... You know, well, we talked about, we were talking about Infinity War and you said you had had read through the comics and I know Garrick has too and how, you know, closely related they are and all that stuff. All that stuff is, is throwing bones to the people that read the comics. Yep. Which is keeping most- the fans
0: on the hook. The, the super fans. The super fans. I mean, I, rather I, than ripping off their you. clothes and shitting on their chests. Yes.
3: And 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 I'm sorry, That's but Lucas. Graphic. But Lucasfilm has been doing that Hitler.
0: lately. <laughs> that, Dude, the last shit I did do that. that I mean it was intentional. I
3: mean, everybody was like, I don't oh, think they- Superman screw the fool, fans are just being babies and I don't, blah blah blah. And I'm like, wow. I
0: don't I don't think the intention was to give the middle finger. I don't well. It was, but I don't think the intention. After a while it was not I, in I, the no, beginning. Yeah, I don't think that they expected the type of backlash. I think they expected people to go, "Oh, okay," but well, it's like, no, you yeah, literally antagonized. I, the, I think it was,
2: it, it was came out of naivety, where they thought we're <sighs> going to do this amazing thing. Yeah. Oh, you, a lot of you don't like this. Yeah, screw wait. you. Kind of a yeah, so, to some degree. Yeah. I don't think it was. <laughs> they went in. I don't
3: know. There's been some. There's been some. From the very top, even even Kathleen Kennedy saying we don't need these kind of fans. We don't need the legacy fans. Hey, I mean, she's literally said that out of
0: her mouth. And I've and there's other people that I wow. follow on Twitter that are part That's, of that, that work we'll for Lucasfilm. Who are part of Lucasfilm whose attitudes toward superfans are as if they're annoying. Yeah. Well you And know, I'm not talking I'm not just talking about the critical superfans. I'm talking about okay. the super fans that just want to know more or you know, ask yeah. ask really detailed but, questions. And you um, think these are people at a con who just think they're cooler than their fans, like, oh
2: but, god, get over But, it but guess what's made what made the Marvel engine go as well as it has? You think it's because you know, they were able to make great movies and then everybody just loves them. It's because the super fans... Started to go see those movies, yeah, they and, it, right. and then they were yeah. talking about how great they were, yeah. and other people like, you "Yeah, got, I know Spider Man. Let's go see Spider Man." Got to I know keep Iron them or,
0: on the hook. You're, yeah. It's just like it's you know, it's just like I've said the same thing about like video games and tech and stuff like that. I'm like, you got to get the hardcore nerds on first. You can't antagonize the hardcore nerds. You can't piss them off. The reason why is because they're the ones who are going to drive it. They're the
3: ones that talk about it. They're, they're the, the ones, ones that talk about it They're the ones, on- they're they're the the ones, ones that yeah, at work or at the comic book store. They're the ones chatting all this stuff up and creating the hype from the base level.
0: Mm-hmm. They're doing your viral marketing for you. And, and, and yeah, I mean, let's just, I don't know. You could make the argument that from the minute of acquisition, they said they're and they're getting rid of the legends or getting rid of the EU as Canon that from that minute on, everything's been kind of a, Meh, except for like, you know, Filoni knowing how to weave things into the fabric so that we you still feel the member berries and the and the worm fuzzies and then you feel continuity. But from that minute forward, they're like, you know what? We need freedom more than we need to honor what's gone before. Well, isn't that just telling? Mm. And with that <laughs> now that we've I probably pissed off seventy five percent of our listeners and depressed the other twenty five percent, let's tie this effort off. Ladies there, and gentlemen, if there is hope.
2: There is hope, though. There is hope. A new hope. The same company, (laughs) or the company that's doing well, Marvel's doing well, is owned by the same company that owns Star Wars. The hope is there. I guess what we
0: don't want to talk about is what if none of that happens? (laughs) Then it's just, we'll see. Let's hope Solo's awesome.
3: Right? Oh, man. I'm so hopeful. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: It's gonna be. Opie's not gonna let me down,
2: bro. I feel it in my bones. I mean, it, it, there's something, there is something special about those trailers. Something special they about are. that cast, too. And there's something oh man, the line's being delivered. We talked about it and and yeah, there's something there. Something.
0: The spark is there. Even if you're a lonely little beaten stable boy with a broom looking out at the starry sky, there's still the spark there. You can call it broom over to your Harry Potter style. You just got to yell up at it a bunch of times and then you throw neville's remember all up into the, the up in the air yes yeah, is a harry potter reference
1: what i got yep. it yep i get
0: it yep hey it's gonna happen we're gonna we're gonna turn the ship around even if we have to take to the streets am i right yeah yep. yeah. yeah remember where you were remember where you were when you heard that Please, ladies and gentlemen, run out to Twitter and follow us at Flycash 1138 and let us know what is it gonna take. Or, I mean, I know a lot of people are happy, perfectly happy with the way everything is. But if you're the kind of person that just wants it to be a little better, I'd like to know what what do you think? What what do you think it would take? What in, you know, in however many characters you can have on twit in a tweet or less, what do you think? could maybe send things in maybe a better trajectory. What are your opinions? And you know what? If you do think everything is fine and dandy, tell us. You don't have to get mad at us, but just say, it's like, you know what? I like everything right the way it is. I want to hear that too. So hit us up at FlyCash1138. Run out and give us a review if we haven't depressed you into ever being positive about anything ever again at iTunes or Stitcher, because uh, that's how we reach more listeners. And that's what it's all about. In the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, go to betterkind.com follow along in the show notes. There won't be much for this episode, but Garrick's got some great links in there. <laughs> sure. for the Comics. And, uh, and, and, and that's, uh, that's how you do this thing. I'm Corey. Over there's Mike. Go see infinity war over there is howie
1: go see solo over there's Garrick. Go see your mom.
0: Y'all need to go. Mom.
1: Y'all need to go, she, go home. It's anyway. almost Mother's Day, and you mm. need to give her a present. Yeah. Actually, it might be, be Mother's Day when this comes game, out. Mom. I want my go see. You need
0: to go watch your Cobra Kai snatches. <laughs> <What>? Jelly. <laughs> Woo.
2: How you feeling, Mike? I'm
0: tuckered out, baby. I'm sore. This, I need a back rub. This is a marathon bullcrap. I gotta get up and do physical labor in the morning. I gotta do garage selling. Oh yeah. I, I can't do mine. I have too much other work to do. <laughs> That's what your mom said. <laughs> That's your life. That's life. I can't I don't I can't have a garage sale because I have other physical labor I have to do. I don't have time
2: for garage sale. Would someone come just take my crap away, please? <laughs>